0: georg gasps into awareness just in time to see giant haines murder the enemy wizard he surveys the field of battle around him and finds some dying foes and relieves them of their souls and the remaining banners seeming to retreat he also finds and takes the enemy caster's spell book he returns to the keep and sees that Cal Crystal has taken some prisoners, he then finds Baron song in the keep and tells him the good news. After the Baron commands the execution of the prisoners, he gives the orders to march on Cauldron, and so what remains of the song forces heads out. The next day they arrive at their destination. They reach the keep, and Georg easily knocks open the door. Haines and Georg enters, meeting no resistance except for a few quarrels fired from above. They find Baron Steamhouse's daughter who seems confused and oblivious. They leave her in her room and proceed to clear the keep and finally meet resistance on the top floor where they find a small garrison and who they quickly defeat after making sure the keep is secure they find and rummage through the treasury from which they take their finder's fee before haynes and georg report to baron song as they load the wagon with treasure a mob approaches Georg tries to disperse them with some words of wisdom, but turns out the mob is composed of zealots, so Georg thunderstaffs them away, and they scatter. With the keep looted and the daughter kidnapped, the Song army returns to Misty Rapids. Georg, on his phantom steed, speeds ahead to scout and finds that the keep is still under Song's control. Some time passes as Misty Rapids deals with the aftermath of the siege, during which Georg tries his best to locate the missing Steamhouse army, but finds no trace. The rest of the time he spends reading his newly looted spell book, preparing the Bronze Guard, and also the Unicorn Bones. Eventually, a messenger from Countess Castilian arrives to summon Baron Song to Thornwood. Before the Baron leaves, Georg raises the bronzed skeletal gnolls and unicorn. The Baron is pleased with the new addition to his forces, and reminds Georg his mother still needs to be tracked down before heading off with Haines to Thornwood. Georg goes to see Vanessa and gives her a small reward while seeing what information he could get from her. He combs his library for some information about Pernices and Dracus, the kingdom it is situated in, and starts planning his journey. What lies ahead for Georg in Pernices? How did the Baron's hearing go? What's the deal with Steamhouse's daughter? Let's find out on Dicing with Death.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing on this fine Wednesday afternoon or evening? I guess it really depends on your location. Yeah, what, uh, yeah, what time zone are you in? I'm in Pacific time zone, but I'm also in the Northern Hemisphere. What? I bet if you followed this time zone all the way south, it would be... Uh, dark somewhere. I guess it'd <laughs> also be the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So, it's not super right useful.
2: Bowl. Well, it is a fine afternoon, evening here as well. I don't know if you said you were doing good. Maybe you're doing crappy, but I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
2: Anything I'm, to update the fine viewers on? They're sick of you by now. You've been streaming all day, right?
1: Yeah, no one cares about me. They're all here to watch you. Yeah. All the pressure is on you to perform.
2: Good thing I got a ton of badass spells to save me when I screw up over and over again. <laughs> and sometimes even some DM hacks on my side. No, um, that's never do, happened. Do we need to fill them in? I think we should just jump right into play.
1: Let's jump right into play. There ain't nothing we need to talk about.
2: Yeah, there's absolutely nothing we need to discuss. This is a perfectly normal on-time broadcast, Mm -hmm. and we definitely did not.
1: Nope. Everything's beautiful and perfect, and our weekends were pretty much the same.
2: (laughs) All right. All right. Right on into Misty Rapids.
1: Yes, you are living in Misty Rapids
2: and i think i'm probably sitting on the on the throne with my feet kicked up on the on the table in the great hall uh,
1: you are on the throne
2: i mean it's um but when i'm alone I remember that scene where i walked in on the the yeah. keeper on the throne there's probably some similar moments <laughs> doing the same and planning out his adventures so unless like I receive, I can't remember if I had anything else going on, but my plan is gonna be to leave town pretty much now. Hit the road, I mean, I'm in full life. I got, I mean, what time are we picking up?
1: Uh, we're picking Go up right there. where we left off. I believe it is the 26th of June for you. And it is hot out. It's like 90 degrees. It's a hot day.
3: Hmm. Hey.
2: I'm doing fine in my black robes. Definitely not boiling alive. Uh, Can I deal with lifestyle expenses now before I leave and probably pay for it out of the treasury? (laughs) I mean, can can I do it? I'm gonna, that's one thing I would like to do is is an inventory of the treasury, like do uh, an accounting of what showed up. And if there is an actual accountant, compare my my count with whatever he put in the record book.
1: There is no accountant. Okay. Um, How
2: much? What's what's the what's the what's the coin count? How much loot did we get from Cauldron?
1: Uh, well, it's all lumped together in one big sum right now. So yeah. what was in Cauldron and what was there before is hard to tell. Sure. Um, but the, the total wealth of Misty Rapids that is in this chamber, you, after maybe a couple of hours of counting coins, uh, I think you approximate it to be about 10,000 gold.
2: It's a, nice, it's a hefty sum, not quite what I would have expected, but... That's
1: still... not what you would... That's less than you would expect. Well, I mean, I guess
2: what, uh, that sounds low for the wealth of a, of a uh... I guess it's just a town.
1: Yeah, ten thousand gold cash on hand. That's, cash that's not. On hand. That's. Well, um, most that's of not it's, investments. Most, that's not property. That is cash on most hand. Most of
2: it's probably in the form of like gold, like art objects of art, and like right, like golden uh, goblets. There
1: There is definitely some in that, but there's a lot gold. in like straight gold.
2: Can is there platinum?
1: Some. Not a lot.
2: Can, can I exchange gold for platinum in the Bank of Misty Rapids? Or is uh, that well,
1: right happened? now you're alone. You could take whatever you wanted.
2: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm a reason. Well, yeah, I don't know. Garrick's thoughts on law and chaos are evolving. He's a student yet. Um, but I guess I. That's a nice morning spent in the dungeon, being watched over by two of my. Skeletal knolls. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I, so I will, can we just, we're close to the end of the month. I would like to take care of lifestyle expenses now so I can leave town. Sure. I mean, yeah, if I level up, we can retroactively deduct 50. Um, And I think if it's, I mean, if it, it doesn't seem like anyone would notice if I just like took, uh 400 gp from the treasury i think i would also like to replace some of my i've got I've right now I've, got eight, I've a lot of like about half of my pockets i think are taken up i may not even have accounted very well my deep pockets fell but you know what this shit's too hard to track of. i need to, i need a spreadsheet i need i need chat minions to manage my equipment for me
3: <laughs> um
2: but uh, I think sure right now, gonna... like half of my pockets are stuffed with gold coins. I would much I would prefer to swap swap out for platinum. Uh, a, I'm sure there... if you
1: put your character sheet in a place where every time you saved it, it updated live, you could get someone in chat to manage your your character. Yeah, sheet.
2: For you. I should spend. I've been meaning to spend like a 20 minutes or whatever, get myself organized. Trouble right now. I've got a word document with overflow. I've got my character sheet PDF based like a real Goblin's character sheet. Mm-hmm. RingoGoblins.com slash toolbox and my and a Word document overflow. Mm -hmm. I I totally, I just like stopped taking notes about like my character stopped caring about NPCs once you filled up his character. He's like, I don't even, I don't even care about your name.
1: (laughs) And everybody in chat mentions Evan as the person to take care of your character sheet for you.
2: Oh, we'll deal with that. Maybe even on a break, I can find somewhere to upload this.
1: Do you have a Dropbox account?
2: uh a personal one yeah and i have dropbox capabilities we'll see about it um
1: the way to do okay. it man for google drive
2: yeah so is there at least say 80 uh platinum yes in this? okay And I'm, I'm gonna swap all my low value coins into my own bank. I probably want a few. Let's, let's do 10, 10, 10 of each because those are nice numbers. All right, so I'm getting set up for my journey. Uh, I, why don't I, reach, I read out my spells to you in chat? At least that I've got.
1: Yeah, or you can planned. paste them in Desmond in Death, yeah. Death uh, okay. Roll 20 chat. Oops. Um,
2: I don't think it will fit in Roll20 chat. Oh,
1: Oh my God.
2: So, hold on. The italicized ones are what I have memorized. That's my full spell list. Okay. And Uh, some of them are italicized. Some are asterisks. I don't even understand. Roll20 was confused, by the way it is. But if it's like... Now, this is...
1: So, I think what it does is anything between two asterisks gets italicized. Oh,
2: God. I'm not... no, oh, whatever. Enlarge, reduce, color spray, burning hands, magic missile, deep pockets, display self, knock, ESP? Sure, ESP. Blink <laughs> there's not blink. Lightning bolt, Phantom Steed, Lemon shiny Hat, Fly, Two Dimension Doors, and a Thunderstaff. Can uh, I don't I uh. <clears throat>
3: Nice
2: I don't know all my rule twenty codes. Sorry about that. Um, And packing up my deep pockets, paying off my debts before I leave town, Um, reorganizing my wealth. So I've got a reasonable assortment of coins on me and not like hundreds and hundreds of gold coins spilling out of my pockets. Mm -hmm. I I know there are rumors going around about my deep pockets, but I don't want it to get too... Too crazy and literal. I can't be that wizard bumbling with actually I should have more copper coins on me because that is a spell component.
1: You guys didn't see it, Evan posted a fantastic abomination from the Matrix with Georg instead with the deep pocket spell. Yeah,
3: I w
2: we'll reference that if when it if it comes up again. But yeah, check it. Should I throw that YouTube link in chat? Or we can
3: I think
2: i can find it yeah i it was i neil and i were saying before the broadcast that was kind of a coincidence because i had thought of, when I, I was imagining the first time georg flies when it actually if it ever actually happens i'll probably be do that before i fly even though i have the spell <laughs> i was imagining the neo scene from the matrix where it's like the at least that's how i was planning on describing it uh
1: from the end of the With first neo, one
2: like yeah the end of the first movie where he flies for the first time mm-hmm the Top down pan. He just goes.
1: Boom. Before everything went to shit.
2: Yeah. So when I fly, that's what it look like. Here's the deep pockets, though.
1: All
2: right. And I think we're ready to go. Like I got. I mean, All song's right. not around. I mean, and no one even talk. No one talks to me, right? I mean, I probably spend a day, and it's probably a, probably fast forward a day while I get my shit together.
1: Probably that makes sense. Out the next morning. Uh, that day, you learn continual light. Oh,
2: didn't realize <laughs> I had that going. But yep. cool. Um, so I did. I got magic missile. That's pretty sweet. I think I want to learn scare next. Hmm. Scare is what oh, level? Okay. Uh, scare is a level two spell, I think. Continual light. Do I, want to cast, I want to cast Continue Light on something and put it in my pocket. There's no material components for Continue Light, correct? Uh,
1: I'm trying to search for it, but the page is slow to load. Okay.
2: Is Continue Light a third level wizard spell or a second?
1: I'm trying to find that out, but the page is slow to load.
2: Yeah. What Not should a lot of
1: I... And I don't code very efficiently.
2: Would it, it is be a second level cast, spell. Would it be dumb to cast Continue Light on like a And the unicorn horn is like some, what should I cast it on?
1: Right.
2: I think just like a random, I'll have it a cast on like a random.
1: I thought you can't learn charm spells.
2: Continue light is an enchantment and charm?
1: No, scare is.
2: It's an, it's not an illusion?
1: Scare is an enchantment or charm.
2: Bummer. No, I can't learn enchantment charm. Page
1: 187 of the player's handbook.
3: Yeah.
2: No, I, I believe you.
1: Yes, enchantment or charm.
2: Interesting. Um, I don't know what spell I'll be learning next. Um, I will need a second to look up uh, Natasha's spell book. But I'm planning on hitting the road. I'll keep learning spells as I travel. But okay. What do I cast Continue Light on? I cast Continual Light on... Let's cast it on the bronze quarterstaff.
1: On the quarterstaff? I think so. Right, your quarterstaff well, is now permanently lit. There's
2: there's no reverse to that. It, it is permanently lit. Uh,
1: it is non-reversible.
2: Can I cast it on a rock and like attach it to the quarterstaff?
1: Oh wait, hold on. Reverse continual darkness. No, wait. That's a priest version of the spell. Sorry. Um, the wizards does not have a reversible version. Okay. Uh, If you get darkness ten foot radius, it will temporarily negate it, right? Right. You'd need a priest to cast the reverse of continual light to...
2: Alright, then I would like to cast it on a stone. Maybe even a precious stone if I had, like, a semi-precious, like, a chunk of, I don't know, turquoise or something. Sure. And, like, put it in the snake's mouth. I can, like, spend a few minutes in the the forge, like, reshaping the snake's mouth so it can, like, Chomp on the stone. Right, so you kind of like melt
1: it just enough to shove it up. it's like like trap stone there,
2: there. and be firmly. So I'll probably even tie a little string around it. So or some I don't know a little wire that you can't quite see. Nice. In case I decide I don't want it continually lit,
1: Uh,
2: but yeah, that So so this will probably we'll probably fast forward a day.
1: Okay. Um, Um, Yeah, that that let's say that took part of the money counting and getting your shit together.
2: Yeah, so that was a full day. I have, I feel, I'm so excited about these new skeletons, and I really love the fan art of the uh, undead knolls mm-hmm. in, on the subreddit. But they're probably going to have to stay home for this. I, I don't think. I think I'll draw way too much attention if I am traveling to new and far off lands
1: with undead I'm, knolls. Yeah, with
2: undead knoll or atop an undead minotaur. I can unicorn? probably. Yeah, undead unicorn. I don't know why I always say minotaur. Undead unicorn. I can, I th- I can probably get away with a phantom steed, but. You know. And then I think the day after, I'm planning to hit the road, and head east. Um, is there anything? Does it, is there any business I need to take care of in Misty Rapids? I, I, see, I, I don't
1: think so. I don't I
2: think... think I have any responsibilities. I don't think anyone has talked to me in since Lord Song left.
1: I don't think anyone That's... really likes you very much.
2: <laughs> they. I don't know. I, uh... I
1: think the only person who liked you was Kel Greller, and even that was questionable. That was more like a, 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 a just like a, a silent agreement respect. of respect. Yeah, <laughs> and I think yeah. everyone else is either afraid of you or actively dislikes you, except for maybe your cult-like followers. But you haven't really seen them in ages, so yeah. maybe they've gotten bored and moved on.
2: On my way out out of town, I would like to check on the the temple. as well as the Dissects. This will be on my way. So I'll conjure a Phantom Steed. Um, Can I... So I've got... it. You you can cast spells for up to an hour in the morning? Yeah. Before... Okay, so then I will be able to automatically do my Conceal Alignment, my Phantom Steed, and my Deep Pockets. That's... uh, Oh, maybe that's too much. Conceal... But I can cast up to six spell levels without incurring a penalty right or without not occurring with that, and then re-memorize spells does that make no, sense No,
1: because if you cast six spell levels um do that takes at least six okay minutes. or five spell levels then
2: so yeah. i can cast phantom steed and can let's say phantom steed and deep pockets every day
1: and then you remember them or re-mem- yeah and then i
2: remember so those won't take spell slots is that that's that fair be, okay cool Alrighty, So we are, we, I will conjure my phantom steed and head out towards the temple. Phantom steed does take 10 minutes to cast, but I can memet. I need to memet, do it all in an hour. I mean, I think that phantom seed takes 10 minutes. Conceal alignment takes one. There is 10 minutes left. It? Yeah. I think it works. I think it works with, yeah. So Atop my phantom steed I ride east of the tetherwilds towards.
1: Uh you're not going just to Thornwood? Temple. One?
2: Towards the temple. Uh, t- uh, I wanna I I wanna go stop by the temple and the dissec manor or whatever on my way out of
1: town. Alright. Um Sure. Sometime later you arrive at the temple first. Is mm-hmm. much as you left it it looks like the signs and symbols that the uh, worshipers of Nadinus had put up have been either knocked down or blown over by wind or fallen over of their own accord but they're just kind of tipped over and they're on the ground there are a whole bunch of very old footprints in around the area uh, heading down into that cavern as well as what looks to be maybe animal tracks down there, you see some rel- relatively large paw prints. Maybe bears or mountain lions, but not really any mountains around here. Maybe bears. Something.
2: Okay. So I will enter the temple? Is that there's no people around? Nope, no one?
1: totally oh. empty. <laughs> Uh, You make your way down the non lit area, but you've got your staff now. Yeah,
2: I've got my staff out.
1: Uh, Continue late. And enter the large pre chamber before the temple. The doors are still cracked open, but as you kind of come around the corner to where you can see these cracked open doors, you see a mother bear who turns her head to face you she's got three little cubs behind her and she begins to growl at you
2: what the fuck's a bear doing here um well either I way I cast color spray in the, actually I cast
1: well I think at this I cast point it's initiative yeah. sure Because you got the, the light that really really yeah. let the bears know that you were coming
3: yeah um, I guess we the just
1: bear goes at eight
2: I'm casting thunder staff, which has a casting time of four. Uh oh, I guess uh, color spray is faster. So let's hope that I beat a f- no. Bear goes first.
1: Bear goes first. So I
2: guess I'm I'm in. I don't know where. Am I still coming down the stairs or am I in the in the temple?
1: Uh, you've just come around that corner to view the big pre temple chamber, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like a bear and her cubs are here.
2: Does she charge me?
1: Oh yeah. She gets up on two legs, gives a bit of a roar and then drops down and comes rampaging at you. Uh, You still have stone skin on, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, You only have five castings. Uh, Four. Four, okay.
2: I I had five and then I lost one.
1: Okay. The black bear comes at you with two claw attacks and a bite attack.
2: Wow. I have AC, I think, 12 with my ring of protection, but you haven't told me the exact
1: bonus. Um, So it rolls a natural one, a 10, and a 19.
2: Okay, so the 19 ticks a charge of stone skin. Mm
1: -hmm. The bear is growling, saliva dripping from its face. It looks angry. It's your turn.
2: And I produce my other staff Mm -hmm. (laughs) from a pocket. Uh, strike it on the ground, cast my Thunderstaff, and I think all the bears, but maybe just this one, have to make a saving versus spell.
1: Uh, can you find out how many?
2: Uh, 40 feet long. I don't know, you didn't tell me how far oh, away yeah. i
1: That's yeah. all of them. Saving okay. versus spell? Yes. That's the mama bear, these are the baby bears. Uh, the mama fails, okay. one of the babies passes.
2: Okay, so Mama Bear is stunned for D three plus one rounds, which and should be enough to insta gib the bear.
1: How much I damage just, do you
2: do? Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. But I could I think I I mean, I guess we can keep rolling. I I mean they're everything's stunned, so okay, except for the one.
1: And how for so how Mama many, many rounds? D three plus one. Yeah, no. so D three right, or D three,
2: sorry, D three and the plus one is for the blinding. Uh, eight damage to everyone that failed the save, or is it full? Oh, those who fail take the damage. I think those who pass take must take the damage too, right?
1: And you're doing eight damage?
2: On a failed save.
1: Okay, two of the baby bears are outright like thrown across the room and splattered against the walls. Uh, the mama bear Survives the blast, but is unconscious
2: for a minute. And I quick, swiftly, or the next round, pull Carl out of my pocket and dispatch the
1: rest. The remaining Uh, baby bear, who is not stunned, but I believe is deafened, maybe, uh, starts to crawl away into the temple, mewing.
2: No, he's he suffered. He took the eight damage and got no, no. The one that
1: saved, a passed save.
2: Yeah, he he takes eight damage. He takes half damage and is hurled. Additionally, those who fail. Oh, those who fail. Right. Okay, does failure, it says failure half all creatures fully or partially. Whatever. Uh, So do you want me to make an attack roll against the baby bear, is that what you're saying? Uh,
1: I'm not saying I want you to do anything. I'm saying the baby bear runs towards the temple.
2: Okay i chase it down and hit it with my so did it take any damage uh
1: no the baby bear does not take any damage
2: i unleash a well i think i just bludgeon it to death with a with a club he's better off well yeah
1: oh shit this thunder staff it has errors on it serious errors
2: yeah uh, yeah. They are
1: hurled 2d4 plus four feet, not 4d4 plus four feet. Oh. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was for giant-sized creatures. I think the it's just generally missing some information.
2: Okay. Um, what book is this? In? Should I look it up now? Or I don't uh, it, think it
1: is I can... in Combat and Tech. I'm sorry, Tome of Magic, page 32. If the save is successful, the victim is not stunned, but deafened for D3 plus one rounds and is hurled only half the distance. That's the paragraph that is missing.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to have to add that right now. All So the baby cub was hurled half the distance takes half the damage and survives.
2: Okay. Uh is it putting up a f- like what, no, it's what's running. going to it's, roll it's, initiative?
1: gonna uh,
2: chase it into the corner of the temple and put it out of its misery.
1: If you want to put it the uh, corner it and put it out of its misery, you can do so. But the baby bear is running. You don't need to roll initiative after it.
2: Okay. I I bop it on the head and yeah. Knock it out.
1: With what?
2: I got a club. Or I got my quarterstaff, so I probably thwack it on the head with the, with the staff.
1: Uh, if you want to make a melee attack against it, you do need to roll initiative, though. I oh. guess it should have been more clear. Yeah.
2: 13. So I chase the bear into the temple.
1: Alright, as you corner the bear, it turns to face you, terrified and scared and just the little, tiny, cute baby bear who goes, Roar! and reaches out at you and slashes it should make at you. Mora-
2: I think it should make a morale check.
1: Uh, it's cornered.
2: It's not cornered because I haven't gone yet.
1: It beats your initiative. It, okay, as so- you approach it and corner it, in the, it, it attacks, okay. Okay. it's uh it uh, rolls at a 12, which hits and scrapes against your stone skin with a claw. It's other claw rolls a natural 20 And its bite rolls a natural one. So it takes off another two charges from your stone skin before Ryan does what to the poor baby bear?
2: This is, I, they, I mean, I guess I have to hit it
1: because that's what I declared.
2: Um, but right now I'm kind of mad that you just knocked off my stone skin charges, and this may, uh,
1: whatever. You said you wanted uh, to chase down the baby bear into the corner.
2: I wanted to deal with the problem. Uh, five damage. Is that does that KO the bear?
1: That finishes it off. Yeah. All
2: right, and I walk over and finish off Mama.
1: Mama, yeah, Mama's the gone. Babies, they're all dead. You've murdered the whole bear, Berenstein bear family. I don't even know
2: why, how, like this. I guess no one has been here since that, since the day a month ago. Like, bears do not cruise in. These are black bears? Black bears. It's not normal for bears to just wander in. We're not even in the forest, really.
1: No, you're nowhere near the forest. You're out in the open plain.
2: Okay. So I'll make another pit stop at the the hunter's house. Uh, Sticks. No, not Sticks. Sticks was the one in Thornwood. Lance? Um, Lance. Lance. Lance's village. So I go back aboard my phantom steed and go visit... Lance's village
1: yeah you find Lance's village on the way to dissect territory in fact it's one of the places in dissect territory um Lance is out there Tannin hides as he normally does all right uh I think he sees you approaching gets up and comes over and goes so about that position we had a we had a chat a while back I I thought you had forgotten all about it
2: oh we'll see Lord Song is in Thornwood at the moment I, I presume you've heard about the nasty dealings with Cauldron. Things are a little busy at the moment, but I do have a tip for you. Hmm. Uh, the temple, you are familiar with the temple to the gods? Yay south in the Tetherwild?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I just had to put down a whole family of bears that took up residence in there. So their hides are cleared for the taking. You're welcome to any profits.
1: Bears in the Tether Wilds?
2: Seems strange to me, too. The babies were demonic. They fought despite alarming odds and got three attacks around and dealt the same damage as a full grown adult bear.
1: They did not do any damage to you. Uh, you're. Oh. Someone Wait. is salty.
2: I'm not that salty, but it does mean I need to recast Stone skin the next day. Huh. I forgot.
1: That is curious. Uh, we don't normally see bears in the Tether Wilds.
2: I know, but I don't care. I'm going out of town. So if you thanks. can ponder this and let me know what you figure out. Have fun. Happy skinning. Hope you fetch a pretty penny.
1: Uh, thanks for the heads up.
2: And continue east to the Dissec Manor. Um, I have cast four spell levels. I should start keeping track of this.
1: Uh, eventually you arrive at the Dysak Manor. It is at the edge of the Thornwood Forest. Okay. It has a stone wall around it and a stone keep inside. It is far more impressive than Song's Keep. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's smaller but it's all stone. And the walls are a little bit higher. And the craftsmanship is a little bit nicer.
2: Alright, I'll go through the motions and, like, ride up to the door. Okay. I guess I never actually have approached here in official capacity. As far as they know, I've, I've never been. Um, so I will, yeah, go up to the gate guard and say, is this Dyset Keep?
1: It is! And I am well aware of who you are, but I do not know what it is that you are doing here. This is not your realm, wizard.
2: Uh, can you tell Lady Dysak that Dark Carl calls upon her?
1: For what purpose?
2: Um, official wizard business. <laughs> Let me know a response, and I, like, wait out at the gate.
1: At she the, she my... chews her lip for a while, uh, and then finally begrudgingly opens the gate for you.
2: So she doesn't even go to deliver any, mm-hmm. she didn't even go to check with Lady Dysvek? Okay. No, no. All right. I leave my horse not at the stables so as to not freak out the other horses. Mm-hmm. And it's black, so it might just kind of blend in with the wall to new people that walk by. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I leave it parked next to a building or something, and walk in to see Lady Dysack. I don't. I mostly just want to exchange pleasantries while I use this as an opportunity to check in with her.
1: Um, Lady Dysec oh, is to... showing. She is definitely pregnant. Now it's not, you know, balloon big, but there is a, a bump there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess I could have just clairvoyanced and saved this whole occurrence. Oh, did I, did we mention that on stream or is that in the break when I asked about the horns for Claire audience? I had pushed the redsmiths to making those after we'd finished with the knolls. Right. Uh, did they, were they able to finish in, or was that like a week long?
1: Um, do I have? I think you spent ran. some time. There was downtime. So they finished it. Uh, how much are the horns? How much do they cost?
2: 150 so I think 75 to craft them and are they those are consumables? So let's
1: right they're consumables but you you hired them to do it, right?
2: Sure yeah.
1: So it would be this full 150 GP price.
2: No, really why would it be I any bother. less? Then I would do it for myself because we're because we're making it in Misty Rapids's forge with peasant labor.
1: Yeah, but if you Red go Smith's to bigger. someone else's forge, you're, you're still buying their time and resources.
2: What's the point in crafting it yourself if you don't... Like, I could just go to the store and buy it at that price. I,
1: yeah, it makes way more sense to build it yourself, but whether you have hire redsmiths to do it at your forge or to do it at their forge, the I think all still the, the same.
2: I think all the overhead is thrown into cost of living expenses.
1: Yeah, and but I think day, overhead is pretty minimal. Added.
2: Whatever, okay. How much do you you want me to pay 150 for horns? Or, I mean,
1: we did kill, like,
2: a death. I'll get three. Three. Let's do four to make it an even. That makes it
1: There was a week of downtime after you came back from Cauldron. So, in that week of downtime that we kind of just glossed over, you could have made the horns if you wanted to.
2: I thought that's what we were just discussing. I I thought you said
1: you hired redsmiths to do it.
2: No, we had slate. We had... Slave redsmiths. But if they weren't slave redsmiths, I mean, not slave, but, like, Lord Song was, like, called up. You know, it was, it was wartime, so there were all the craftsmen around, and I had them doing the knolls. Whatever How much... Okay, I'm buying... I'm getting four tiny horns. Um, I just paid full price. You're saying I can pay half price? I I'm I saying
1: if you make them yourself, it's half price.
2: Okay, I mean... you. Need, Okay. And yours. Okay. And if I had, so I guess I guess I made them myself yeah. if I have time.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Three hundred instead. Accounting and dragons. hmm And I will. Okay. So we're talking to Diceac.
1: Yes. Uh, um, she steps out of the keep. Big belly showing. Yeah. Small I guess. Small
2: belly showing. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go through. I'm a, I've got my etiquette proficiency now, so I go through the motions. I bow. The
3: uh, lady,
2: the pleasure to see you once again. I was, I'm, yeah, passing through on my way east, and I thought to pay you a visit. Blah blah blah. I don't Pleasant small talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly my my goals here are just to confirm that she is continuing to be pregnant and see if she's a crazy person. Because when I scried on her without the audio, I guess, I mean, now I do have clear audience, so I could have scried, but whatever. We're here now.
3: Um,
2: And she was, like, talking to herself and rubbing her belly. Just want to make sure she's not, like, doesn't think she's conjuring a demon child, even though she actually is. I don't know. Does she seem possessed, or does she she respond in a normal fashion?
1: She seems to respond in a normal fashion. Um, Probably.
2: Does she could social pleasantries of, oh, it's good to see you too, even though I make her kind of uncomfortable.
1: Uh, Actually, I don't
2: know that. I don't know what she was kind of into me until I had my boss charm her.
1: Let's say that she is, um, polite, but only as much as protocol calls for. She's mm-hmm. not especially warm with you right now.
2: Okay. Um,. And I have some random... I'll give her uh, I'll give her some kind of token as like an excuse for the visit. All that I the only treasure that I have on my character sheet are these 50 GP rings. Mm-hmm. A little presumptuous. Um there's no retroactively snagging something more interesting from the from the treasure hoard
1: i don't i think it's or is it
2: not even customary is that not even necessary just checking in on our well-being i mean i'll i ask you know i say you know you're you're showing you look so beautiful congratulations is everything going all right and anything you need me to do i mean like i'm 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 like the locals local Local resident expert on all things right demon baby. Even though I don't even though I don't have a healing proficiency or herbalism, whatever, they don't know that. They're just like these local these sages know everything, right? These wizards know everything, right?
1: Yeah. So she responds to your questions, confirms that she is indeed pregnant still. Explains mm-hmm. um, the pleasantries I... that she needs to, but seems a little bit cold and maybe a little bit distant.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. As long as she doesn't seem like completely raving mad, I'll... Yeah. We'll call that a problem. We'll see. We'll see. I'll need... Yeah. We'll we'll check in later. Yeah. All right. Well, best wishes, milady. I will be on leave for some time. So... If look forward to seeing you on my return.
1: As you make to leave, she grabs your elbow and kind of pulls you in a little bit closer.
2: Oh, we were we were that close. Doing? The, are, are there others around? Are we in the?
1: Uh, you were standing like in the doorway. Throne.
2: I was, okay. Yeah. I assumed we were like in her throne room, and I was like yeah. she, in front of her, in front of her entourage.
1: Uh, it was just in the doorway of the keep with her. I guess she's
2: a noble. She's not a. She any doesn't have a throne
1: of, room, right? Yeah. Uh, but okay. she grabs you by the elbow, pulls you a little bit closer and kind of whispers loudly in your ear if you ever endanger Baron Song's life again I will see you hung (laughs) I
2: return her gaze I've saved your lord's life more times than you know i guess i just size her up for a second she has no retort pull my to that. arm away and depart i guess she's still charmed maybe she needs my filter of glibness that might make her a little more pleasant <laughs> all right all
1: right you move on and eventually arrive in thornwood that evening
2: okay i think lord song is i don't like pass lord songs entourage on the road do i Mm-mm. he's probably still here I do have a tiny hut is there anything i even want to do in thornwood eh, whatever i'll ride ride into town and get a room at the at a tavern
1: okay
2: not worth risking it in the woods i don't have to um
1: as you arrive at the tavern you or when you are in the tavern and is this the
2: bear i think it's probably the bear cave i don't think i go to i I go to an inn and probably just chill in the common room right
1: you hear in the inn uh talk of count vicious and the army he has deployed
2: this certainly piques my interest um Apparently. Unless Am I directly involved in the conversation?
1: No, you overhear it I, at a table I think what time. happens
2: here is Gayard casts his ESP that he has memorized. Mm-hmm. I'll delete a copper coin and I just like sponge up all of the rumors from everyone in the bar over the course of the next eight minutes. Nice. So, so it, can you summarize the yeah. situation?
1: It appears that Count Vicious has called all of his banners, every one of them, to... Bring their troops and assault uh, Anvil, which has been taken by this Carrick, the Vengeful, and his men. Um, and so his army is apparently marching out towards Anvil as we speak.
2: This is this is hard for me because out of character, I know what happens. Well, I know what happens in in the one other timeline,
1: tra- but not the necessarily the other. Yeah.
2: I'm wondering if Georg's instinct is, oh fuck, he's marching on me and using Anvil as an excuse. Or if I'm smart enough that I don't, I don't know. You have any thoughts or guidance in this matter?
1: Uh, Anvil is not really in the way of Misty Rapids.
2: No, I don't mean Misty, I mean my villages. So Um... I'm gonna doodle on the map a little bit, but like here's our border basically, right? With the next county over? Yeah and for, for i don't we don't have it on the map but fortune is yep somewhere generally that direction Oops. yep
1: and anvil is generally that direction yeah.
2: so for all i know lord vicious could be using this as an excuse to just cuz i lady redshield was acquiring all these properties for some reason the thought at least crosses my mind like what is lord vicious playing at here because An- is anvil in his county am i able to yes. gather that or- okay
1: that's true. okay um, so we could be a lot of the talk is why did it take him so long to do this and why is he bringing all of his men this way um, because clearly his army is well over a thousand men strong well over a thousand men strong um And Anvil is held by, you know, maybe 50, plus whatever mercenaries they can hire. Um, Those odds are really, really strong in favor of Count Vicious. Not to mention, he's got many trained knights, Well, it seems that Anvil's got, like, one knight, and then a bunch of men-at-arms.
2: Yeah. Uh... As a player, I kind of just want to continue east and south and on with my adventures. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think through if Georg is at all concerned about this just rallying his banners. God, I wonder if, and I'm wondering, yeah, is this whole, as Chad is positing, is his whole army vampires? Does he just have a vampire army? They can't all, I mean, some of them have to be able to move in daylight, some of these are just, I don't even know what's going like. For, in my imagination, Fortune is an even more jacked up place than Misty Rapids. What sort of army does Count Vicious has, and what is he doing with it? I haven't even. Uh, I think the conclusion will be whatever Lord Song wants the taxes, so let him deal. But he can't, like if. We'll see. So I will eventually wind down and go to bed. Lord Song's got to be here in the city. I could go see him conceivably, right?
1: Conceivably? He's probably staying with the Countess.
2: Yeah. So I guess I'll head to the keep when I, yeah, after I've heard these rumors and, yeah, heard these rumors in my mind, at least, and verbally, it sounded like, and Mm -hmm. thought them over. Okay.
1: Okay. So you head to the keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you arrive in the evening as the sun is setting. Uh, the guards at the gate recognize you from the previous heroic deeds you've done mm-hmm. and let you in, announcing you and, uh... and sending a messenger running ahead to let the countess know that you are here. One of these servants brings you into a comfortable waiting room known as the Purple Parlor, and uh, you are left to wait.
2: I wait patiently. Um, I'm learning, I should be learning a spell. And That's what I was probably doing in the tavern as well, if I can find, I never looked up that. I don't know how the new Regal Goblins, I guess it's just the
1: characters.
2: The added toolbox threw off all of my...
1: I think I'm actually going to go back to the previous lake. Oh so. god, you're killing me. I know, I know.
2: Okay, player equals Natasha, right? Mm-hmm. Gaze reflection sounds like a pretty damn good idea now, but I don't think I would have thought of that the other day unless I look through this list and don't see anything worth doing. Ooh, there's a darkness. Bitter dust. Yeah, at least in different... Yeah, we'll just say it's gaze reflection. Okay. Certainly have enough reason to learn that. So I was probably... Yeah, maybe I start looking at that now. But entertain myself while I wait. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, 20 minutes pass, a long wait, and mm-hmm. eventually... You are brought into a a different, comfortable sitting room. This one has Haynes, Kel, Erika, Countess Castilian, and Baron Song. Hmm. They are all sipping what smells like mold wine, and Countess Castilian motions for you to yep. sit at a I, yeah, comfortable I'm, spot by yourself.
2: I make yeah eye contact and. sit Ladies, my lord, and I don't really acknowledge Haynes, and I go to sit down. Um, Uh, I did not mean to disturb, but I am passing through town on on my way east. And well, I caught wind of the most um, interesting rumors of Count Vicious, which I thought it's maybe worth checking in, considering we're all right here. What a coincidence. Is there wine? Sorry, there is wine. I you pour myself to... some of the mold wine to cut the awkward and...
1: Countess just... Castile looks way. you over slowly and says, uh, and what rumors are you speaking of, Pretel, that need our attention?
2: Oh, I do not know if they need our attention. I'm at this point like checking in more with Lord Song than her. But, um, but the talk and the the talk on the winds is that he's uh, called his banners and is marching for Anvil. I believe we're all clear on who Count Vicious is. Like, uh, look around the room.
1: There's a bit of shifting. Um... Countess Castilian says, I thought
2: to I thought to seek your wisdom and I point to both count and baron as to whether this rallying of forces is cause for concern
1: I do not believe it to be so says Countess Castilian uh, The bar the count has for far too long stayed his hand with anvil has been a matter of some concern among the upper echelons that he did not intervene sooner. If Count Vicious is who we think he is, he has never once raised his armies in the past. I see no cause for alarm for him doing it now. Perhaps he does raise his armies for the northern incursion the Hemdorkas incursion, and I suppose he has helped out with a few things, but I I do not believe this to be cause for alarm. He may be one of the most populous counties in the kingdom, but surely you would not seek to march on Green County.
2: What? No. No.
1: And what do you mean?
2: Perhaps I am paranoid, but that's my that's kind of my job I fear for our eastern Front our villages border with Green County and though Lord vicious is a patient man and has been an hour and has been an ally to you in recent memory well I dare not Dare not presume.
1: So what have you come not, here to if, say?
2: If you think it is not cause for concern, then I shall worry about it no more. I will leave word with uh, Ramdel on how to reach me if you sh- should uh, should need to send send for me in my absence.
1: You said you are headed east, says the Countess again. Uh, where is it yeah. you are headed?
2: <clears throat> uh, oversee. Uh, I have. I have a, a book I must track down, and yeah, it seems I this is the the best lull I have had in a while. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I'll slip out at a appropriate juncture.
1: Um, as you slip out, Haynes follows you a little bit mm-hmm. uh, And when you're in the hallway, he goes, uh, what's all this talk about Count Vicious? What's going on with him?
2: <clears throat> I pause and look up at Haynes. I suppose I don't need to tell you that you need to you need to keep this keep this sort of information quiet.
1: Do I it look be- like the sort of guy that has trouble keeping secrets.
2: Yes, you look like precisely the sort of guy that has trouble keeping secrets.
1: I could crush you by one hand. I
2: I look back at him with a sort of, I dare you kind of stare, but I don't say anything. Uh, You will be privy to conversations that were previously below your pay grade. And I just want to make sure you understand the gravity of the situation.
1: I don't like the way you talk down to me. Do you know what my last name
2: is? Haynes. I'm about to fill you in on some very sensitive information. There's no need to be offended.
1: No need to I be offensive.
2: I believe Count Vicious to be a, a vampire. And not just any vampire, a vampire lord. Don't wag, his your, eyes. don't wag your lips at me. I've seen things you can't even imagine. Lady Red Shield is was raised by this count I saw the turning in my mind's
1: eye he's (sighs) if Lord Vicious was a vampire don't you think someone would have figured it out by now and done something about it the wizards are all so paranoid the real world's not that complicated it's simple you got good guys you got bad guys you got your people in between and the good guys and the bad guys fight the people in between suffer It's real simple, like.
2: Your understanding of cosmology is troublingly elemental. I'm glad we don't live in a democracy. (laughs) Have a good one,
1: Haynes. (laughs) And on that note, why don't we take our first break? It's the best political commentary I've heard all year. See you guys in a bit. (laughs) Bye-bye. Welcome back to Dancing with Death, everybody. You have left. Go back to the bear cave. And unless there's anything else you want to do, pass out for the night. Cave of the day. I'm sorry, I missed that very first syllable.
2: Second bear cave of the day.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, we move on to the 28th of June. It's a Tuesday.
2: Yeah. I will recast a... Oh, I have one stone. I will burn my last stone skin charge and recast for myself the next morning
1: roll me that d4 plus
2: one oh shit i need to pick up some stone skin charges before i d4 left four
1: plus four
2: no. ah again
3: what is this it's beautiful was... okay
1: okay
2: so i would have had to burn a dimension door at some point to do a stone skin
1: You can Dimension Door out of your sheets in the morning. (laughs) Not really, because Dimension Door actually does create a physical portal in which something could follow you if it wanted to. Okay.
2: Um, next morning, I'll re- also recast Phantom Steed and hit the road.
1: Okay. You travel was... along the East Road, heading south, until you arrive in Shirebrook. we're now- going right to
2: Shirebrook. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, we need to take a moment here and chat, because Dyson with Death and Hardcore Heroes operate in the same world at the same time. They're roughly about a month apart right now. So, if you want to do anything in Shirebrook, we run into the problem of crossing streams, which...
2: So, I'm mostly... I'm only going to Shirebrook because it's the only place to get a boat around here.
1: Okay. If you just want to get a boat, we can kind of gloss over the details, as long as you don't make any waves. Yeah.
2: I'm wondering if we're overdue to have a confrontation with Tyrus. I don't want to, like, necessarily want to murder him. I don't even... Am I able to just, like, roll through town, get a boat, and leave without it being a big deal? Because I'm a high enough level that I won't put up with a being a dick. Like, if he's going to make it difficult for me in this town, we'll need to have a talking to. Or need to have a talking, or need a conversation. You don't
1: see him when you go down to the docks. And he doesn't get in your way when you start looking for a ship to go to Parn- Parnissus.
2: Yeah. So I guess, yeah, if he's not around, then I can totally, Gaird probably just breezes through. Yeah. Of and I mean, if no one accosts me, I'm, I was kind of expecting to get like harassed and down. And it sounds like they kind of just, I am able to just walk to the docks and book passage on a boat without issue.
1: Yeah. Uh, when you get there, the, you hear from the people you talk to that, uh, there's no ships that go to Pernissus. What you can do is you can take a ship to, God, um, I'm blanking on its name. Blanking on its name, where, where is it? I have it written down. You can take a ship to Lyra and then hop on another ship in Lyra and go to Pernissus. Um, that should be quite possible. And there's a guy here that's leaving in, uh, at the evening tide.
2: Yeah. For yeah. So I will, yeah, I'll ask him how much for a cabin aboard his vessel if he has one, and if not, I will stay, I will set up my wizard, or my tiny sphere in a corner of the, of the below deck area.
1: Well, you want a, a your own personal cabin, that, that's a little more expensive, that's ten gold a day. Elsewise, I can give you a hammock in the passenger section for one gold a day. And it's a, about a four foods? day trip to Lira.
3: Okay,
2: um, four day at 10 gold a day.
1: Well, yeah. um, if you want your own personal cabin, that's the price. Everyone wants to sail luxury. No one wants to pay the price of it.
2: So that'd be four platinum, correct?
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, I'll pay for the private cabin. Uh, his mouth goes a little agape when you mention that you'll pay for the private cabin. Uh, but <laughs> it's, he, it's probably
2: his cabin, right? And so now he has to sleep with the crew.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he takes it happily. Uh, scoops up the extra cash, gives you his personal cabin, where at the end of the day, you do learn Gaze Reflection. Nice.
2: Is that a first level spell or a second? That was first. first. Gaze Reflection.
3: Um,
1: have we reached the point at which you have so many first level spells that if you take off the amulet, you'll lose some?
2: 13, 14, 15 first level spells out of uh, my natural max of 18. I still have three more first level spell slots without cool. without uh, performance enhancing amulets.
1: Cool. Uh, um,
2: right. I believe I failed unseen servant. Is that correct?
1: I have no recollection. Okay, so you leave Shirebrook on the twenty-eighth, and it is a oh that night really.
2: Ooh, stinking cloud. I'm going to start learning stinking cloud.
1: That's a second-level spell, right? Yeah. And your chance is eighty-five percent.
2: Uh, that is my base chance at in eighteen. Um, eighty is eighty is my chance. Okay for non-specialist schools.
1: Um, So you learn that spell four days later when you arrive in Lyra.
2: Cool. Um, In those intervening days, I will probably spend some time scrying. Oh, oh so before I left I said that I would leave word with Randall with how to contact me right so I will tell him that if he I will like we will set up a meeting place where he could leave a note that I would scry on intermittently mm, okay I think I got this idea from the subreddit nice um uh, so where's I'll, the I'll place? Tell, I'll tell him that uh, I, I don't know I would I would have met with Randall and asked him where he would where he thought would be the most reasonable place to leave where yeah where he where he would do that because i don't i can't imagine i guess i could have had that conversation with baron song but i don't know that i trust him to sort it out maybe that would have been the way to do it but i I was feeling
1: randall all right uh randall sets it up with you there is a
2: so maybe uh, like if if there's like a desk on his he probably doesn't i probably don't want to be scrying on his study i probably want to pretend like i values privacy enough to not scry scry on his study so i would like say like if there's like a is there there's a library in town right there is yeah
1: um he says he will set up a thing in the library uh at the anyway, last yeah. shelf in the room
2: um yeah so i'll, I'll say i'll check in there every, when i can every couple of days or week or so so if there you know if there's an issue with the uh in the county mm-hmm. while i'm on travel that he can Leave a note there, and I'll check on it and come back or address it as soon as I can. Cool.
3: Um,
2: And there's probably maybe we also he probably asks about, and he had been asking for donations for the library or books or something. So I probably oh yeah sure when I get back I'll totally set up some book lending deal or (laughs)
1: I'll
2: let you borrow some of Lady Redshield's library here. You know whatever. Book print okay. Okay. And so I'll check on that probably once on the voyage. I'll probably be creepy and spy on Lady Dysack If she if I catch her whispering to herself again, I would want a clear audience at that moment.
1: Uh, you do not catch her to whispering whisper. to herself again.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that I want to check? I may, uh, I'll probably also try and see what's going on in Anvil. Um, it may not even be worth you telling me at this point. Or telling-
1: uh, you see a large army sieging the, the town. Yeah. And a
2: uh, naval blockade as well, probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and in Lady Disac, everything seems totally, totally normal. Yep. And Randall doesn't leave any note in the first, say, three days. Nope. But I'm gone. Um, other than that, I'm mostly studying... Um, I probably—I guess I've got the private cabin, so I don't need my tiny hat. Think that's about it. So I guess we reach Lyra? Lyra, what'd you call it? Lyra. Lyra. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, Lyra is in the kingdom of Matava, which the captain lets you know partway through your journey is a matriarchal slave state where all the males born in it are slaves.
2: Well, Georg is I mean, he's heard these rumors and he is probably quite intrigued at the, this society that he had never even conceived of as a possibility. That's I'll probably just stick to the docks and try and book passage out.
1: What, that's what the captain's telling you when he, he brings <laughs> this information to you. was like, hey man, so this place is a little bit different
2: if you go into town, you'll never leave <laughs> uh, Yeah, they,
1: generally they don't like foreign men walking through their town um, there are free men in their society, it's not totally foreign to them, but they're few and far between, you'll probably be mistaken for an escaped slave at least once, so probably better just to stick to the docks where it's cool uh, yeah. I recommend hopping on the first ship out of there um they're not bad people they're just very business oriented and they do not play games so sounds like just my type yeah um good merchants real real good merchants great warriors fantastic at putting down slave revolts
2: so do you always deal with the women the mer- are all the merchants female
1: all, all their citizens are female Yes.
2: Hmm. Citizen, what is, what is this word you speak of? I've,
1: huh. Well, you see there in the society, heard... you've got multiple levels of people and he proceeds to explain citizenship. I don't
2: think citizenship is a concept in whatever kingdom we're from, right? There's lords and then there's peasants that basically work the land, right? Perhaps. And, in the lords. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm sure I know what the word
2: citizen means, but its I don't... That's
1: probably a strange concept. Someone that lives somewhere, but is not a part of the kingdom, technically? What? Weirdness.
2: I'm able to wrap my head around it.
1: You do have 19 int, temporarily.
2: I probably already conceived of this as a possibility, even before it being confirmed empirically in the real world. All right, uh, so I will disembark in Lyra and just wander around the docks asking uh, um, asking captains or whatever for if any of them are heading to Parnassus. One of them um, is heading
1: prob- off the next day for Parnassus.
2: Yeah. I think Georg is quite bold. I mean, he's still, like, mild-mannered and subdued, but, like, I mean, I'm, I... I, I I am mean, a 17-year-old kid who also happens to be an 8th-level dimensionalist I, with stone skin cast. I feel pretty invincible. So, I mean, so it's not like I'm... Yeah, I boldly walk up to ship captains. And,
1: yeah, it seems yeah. on the docks, everything's pretty fair. Um, you do notice that the guards on the docks are all women. They have breastplates made of hammered bronze and carry elegant spears. Um, they'll also have... Helmets on with big red fur uh, going across them.
2: I probably stare a little too long and fumble around looking for a for a captain who's heading to Pernissus.
1: Yeah, that's not too difficult to find one. Eventually, you find a captain who's headed to Pernissus. Pernissus is not in Natava, or is it? It's in Drekkus. Okay. Next kingdom over. A few kingdoms over.
2: Um, um, I probably didn't I did not bother with deep pockets while I was on the ship I probably just had all my stuff piled up around the captain's <laughs> quarters if he ever like knocked on the door like peeked in the room they would have been like what That? where did all that shit come from and then it all like the rooms like, cleared out pickaxes
1: and shovels and swords and yeah, yeah. okay um, you hop aboard the ship A couple days later, and sail to Pernissus, which you arrive on, uh, arrive at, on uh, the evening of Monday, the 4th of July. Alright,
2: um... Did I wait? I'm learning Stinking Cloud. I just learned Stinking Cloud, right?
1: You did learn Stinking Cloud, yes. So
2: I will, I guess I'll start... Ooh, a chip of mica on shatter. The material component's interesting enough that it fits in with my character enough that I may need to. A
1: chip of mica? Why does that fit with your character?
2: It's just a cool mineral. Maybe it fits in with me. (laughs) Um, What does it even do, though? Blow stuff up? Small objects within a three-foot radius are smashed into tiny pieces. That sounds like an utterly worthless spell. It's just like a badass display of force, I don't even understand.
3: Hmm. Oh,
2: it can be focused against a single item of up to ten pounds.
3: Well, I don't know.
2: It's interesting enough that I think I'll learn it, but maybe I'll learn one of these in the third. Haste seems pretty good. Melse Meteors. Let's do let's do haste.
1: Crystalline creatures suffer d6 points of damage per caster level to a maximum of 66. Uh you want to learn haste though?
2: I think so. Is that reversible? Is this the reversible one?
1: No, because slow has is the reverse of haste.
2: Oh. What is does grasp? Is that a hold spell basically?
1: Yeah. And
2: then Melfs' Meteors was the little bomb she was throwing at me. Mm-hmm. Five meteors every round? Yeah. I would be one per
1: round or one per round and still casting other spells or five per round. It's pretty good, uh, especially against stone skin.
2: Yeah, it's a good war wizard spell. Um, I want all of them and I'll probably never cast any of them. Correct. Let's just do shatter.
1: I thought you said haste. Sure, we'll, we'll do haste first. I'll um, come back to shatter.
2: Um, I do want to memorize stinking clouds. So let me do a quick spell count.
1: Uh, also, let me know what spells you have memorized for the day you arrive in Parnassus. It's, it's the
2: same list that I gave you earlier, only I swapped in a stinking cloud. I don't know, my second level spell is just play self-knock ESP stinking cloud. I don't know what I had before. Do you want a full rundown again? Or... No,
1: we're good. Yeah, we're fine.
2: Too many spells, anyway. Uh, in the journey over, I would have clairvoyanced uh, once more on Lady Diasek, once more on Randall's room. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Once more, somewhere else. Uh, where would I have, I don't know, whatever, that's fine. That's all that I really care about. And we pull into Parnassus. Mm-hmm. Do I hear it, get any rumors from the captain on what Parnassus will be like, or?
1: Uh, it's kind of a small podunk town. Ain't much going on here other than we got cargo to deliver.
2: Okay. Is haste the one that you you have to roll a system shock?
1: It does magically age you five years, which means you need to be make a a system shock or die. I think.
2: Why would anyone ever cast that? Is it the caster that takes it, or is that the... The whoever is I, aged. I, the number of creatures that can be affected is equal to the caster's experience level. Oh. Mm. I don't see it on the real goblins version. Uh,
1: additionally, the spell ages the recipient by one year because of the sped up meta- metabolic process. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then and that... under System Shock, any sort of magical aging means you've got to roll a System Shock check. It does seem to make haste utterly useless, though, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I would never cast it on myself. If I had, a, if I was a PC, I would never let my wizard cast it on me. I would resist. Can you cast it on your enemies and force them to make a System Shock or die? There's not even a save. But I guess then, if you if they pass, then they're hasted.
1: Petrification, polymorph, magical aging, etc. Needs system shock checks.
2: Hmm. Good call, Evan. I can haste the phantom steed, doubling its movement rate for a short period of time to sixty-four. It's mm-hmm. pretty nice.
1: You know, I wonder if magical aging is meant to be spells that...
2: The wizard casts, like, as a penalty, where it's, like, ages you when you're...
1: Well, that's exactly what haste is. But I think maybe spells that are supposed to age you that, that are aging spells. Oh... wonder
3: well,
2: well worry about it later what's parnassus like
1: okay so you arrive at parnassus in the evening it is pretty late no i think it i think system shock is needed on the Hastings.
2: Yeah, no, I feel like we've debated this over and over, and it keeps coming back to it as needed, and it's ridiculous that it is.
1: Yeah, I just think the system shock I mean, should probably be gotten rid of. Like, I like the aging on haste, I don't like um, the, the system shock for magical aging. I like it for I mean, you can house rule that, yeah, now, but because yeah. yeah. really,
2: why would you, it's like I mean, if, I guess if you're in an emergency, you would let that be cast on you, but like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's like an like, age dragon spell, but that wasn't really? until the Tome of Magic. So
2: what level spell is that
1: like seven or eight?
2: Oh, wow. And so that could insta kill a dragon.
1: Yeah. And there's that, also like age goals. plant and age a bunch of the Tome of Magic has a whole bunch of things that are specifically designed to age things. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, you arrive in Parnissus one evening. Um, the docks are quieting down for the night. The, most of the people seem to have moved off onto whatever it is that they do in their evening time. Uh, the ship pulls up and what little crew there is immediately gets gets to work unloading their large crates. Um, the ship captain takes back the key to the room from you mm-hmm. and points you down the road to a tavern. Uh, I'm sorry, to an inn called smitty's
2: well sounds well, perfect
1: it's a pleasure doing business with you and should you ever wish to stay and find comfort just come find the sea wench again and uh she'll take you wherever you need to go as long as it's in the direction we're headed
3: Alrighty,
2: so I had two smitties. Hey, okay. get myself a room and let's like start the investigate. Uh, what you call it? Investigation. all
1: right How yeah. do you investigate that evening?
2: Um, I'll start asking around the inn. Do I even do I know the late lady song's name even?
1: Yes. I heard
2: it at one point in time, but I may have forgotten. Do You want an intel check or something?
1: Sure. Where's my thing? Yeah, I needed a thing. Where's your intel check?
2: Uh, It's 26.
1: Easy peasy. Her name is Nancy.
2: Nancy Song. Do I know her maiden name? Or did that ever even come up?
1: She was a commoner. Okay
2: and she would probably not be traveling under her current name.
1: So how do you begin the investigation of Lady Song? Yeah. The former have, Lady Song.
2: Oh, I should be transcribing locate creature from my scroll to learn it. I guess I could, I, yeah. I can learn a spell from a scroll, right?
1: Yes, but it does expend the scroll. To learn it. Yes, because you have to cast it at the end of the scroll to really get it right.
2: I'd forgotten about that. Is it... Am I ruffling feathers if I ask around the tavern about Nancy's song?
1: Well, you won't know until you do it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do?
2: I start off by like, so this is an inn, I'll get a, set up a home base, get a room ready, and then I think explore the city.
1: All right, well, These it's, it's a late evening here.
2: I am one with the night. night. I've been cooped up on a boat for okay. weeks.
1: Uh, You step out into the quiet town. It's not that big, population's pretty small, maybe 3,000, maybe 4,000. The streets are quiet, except for the hooligans running about, kicking their soccer balls everywhere and, you know, drinking their beer in the streets. Really? Yeah.
2: Are the people, do the people look different from folks up north?
1: No, not appreciably. The whole of Arcadia is, like, roughly the size of France, so it's okay. not do a they, whole lot Do they talk
2: different? Uh, these guys
1: here have a bit of an accent, not a, a super strong one, but there's a there's a little difference in the way they speak.
3: OK. Uh,
2: the city is most maybe I missed this. Is it most, what's it what's dirt what's roads a, what's a construction? dirt roads, wooden wood building. buildings?
1: Yeah.
2: Is there a wall around it? No. Is there a keep or a...
1: not that you can see right now, but maybe by the light of day check mm-hmm. checked out.
2: Or do I see temples, town halls? Uh, you do spot temples. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there's a light up in the bell tower, kind of as a a beacon. In fact, maybe it's supposed to be a crappy lighthouse. It's not spiral or spinning, but there's a nice big light shining out of the top of the the temple where the bell tower would be.
2: Okay. Um, and I guess I'm looking at the different taverns to see which one I feel like asking around at.
1: Sure. Uh, you come across a half dozen taverns, but do you remember that Nancy Song left five years ago? Yeah. Um,
2: so I will um, i don't know what kind of tavern I'm looking for. You said there were only five that I bought. I'll go to... Uh, I don't know, the adventurous looking one. I'll maybe pick one at random. One that looks, yeah.
1: You go, you find Bubba's Grill and Tavern. Is that not the one you wanted to go to?
2: Seems like the place for a bounty hunter to stroll in looking looking for a lost lady.
1: Right, you see behind the counter Bubba. There's no mistaking him. He's got a long kind of soul patch goatee that kind of comes down to here. He's got a big belly with a, a white shirt over it that's just covered in grease stains. He's standing behind the bar where there's also like a stove on the opposite side of the bar. A- and he's frying up some bacon at like 11 at night.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Bubba seems like the guy to ask for a rumor. I guess he does. You've already, already characterized him so well. So I'll sit down and order a rasher of bacon and ask us
1: Bacon's here. free with the whiskey.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Make it a double.
1: So, so um, what are you in here for? You ain't looking like the normal type of folk we get around here.
2: I look, uh, look side to side. What are the normal type of folk look uh, like?
1: They're kind of dirty. You no, know, they look like they haven't. They smell like they haven't bathed in a while. They look like they haven't bathed in a while. Their clothes aren't nearly as. I mean, you're wearing your like deep pockets coat. It's gorgeous. I've, I've got like
2: yeah, I've got a yeah deep yeah gorgeous two hundred and fifty GP black black trench coat.
1: Yeah, these guys are wearing crap.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, um, I look back to Bubba and I say I'm I'm here looking for someone. I think I'm still staying I'm standing at the bar. I take my shot of whiskey or whatever.
1: Oh well. Um. Who can I help you find?
2: Well. I doubt she's going by her real name, but I'm looking for a woman named Nancy Song. Do I have That's a physical- Song,
1: uh, that sounds a- like a noble.
2: Do I have a physical description of her?
1: You did see her in Memories.
2: Yeah, how did I, well, those are past lives cast on Baron Song's oh. father's bones. Uh, and there's so also
1: I- a portrait of her in the keep.
2: Okay. So maybe at least from did you ever describe to me even like a
1: i don't think so color eye color um like she's got kind of like dirty blonde hair she's an mm-hmm. average height and build uh hazel eyes
2: it's so generic yeah okay but i'll say oh uh, yeah i'll be like but yay tall dirty blonde hazel eyes she would she is a noble she may be hiding it but
1: well, there ain't no nobles around here that go by the name Song.
2: Would have been pa- would have been passing through, could have been years ago.
1: Well, shit, son, you ain't giving me much to work with. Anyone could have done a, that. I
2: put a gold coin on the table, and I say, I believe I've, I'm giving you more than more than enough to work with.
1: Look, I ain't trying to, to cheat you here, but someone coming through years ago. I mean. What does this look like? A library? This is Bubba's grill and tavern. <laughs> yeah, you, got, you got bacon with your whiskey. I ain't remembering no nobles come running to here, and I, I don't think no noble ladies will not come through Bubba's.
2: I scowl at Bubba. I quickly finish my bacon and whiskey. And probably, I think I'll head to the next bar and probably pull a similar inquisition at each of them. I'm guessing much to the same, much to the same response. But yeah. I'll ask all the, I'll ask all the bartenders. I'm not, I'm not making a huge fuss about it, but I'm also, it's not that quiet about it. So I do ask all the bar, bartenders if they've heard of Nancy Song. She may have passed through here a couple of years ago. May have been using a different name.
1: No one you seems to have heard of a Nancy Song. Uh, by mm-hmm. the time you get done with the last bar, they're approaching last call.
2: Yeah, and I will head back to my inn and go to bed. I need a... I wonder if she has any items that I could track. She didn't have, she she was just wearing the clothes, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't have any noticeable like brooch or earrings. Um,
1: See, in both your memory of her and in the portrait, she is wearing a, what looks to be like a, a nine-pointed star n- necklace?
2: Is that a symbol of the gods or something? No. Do I recognize the symbol at all? I mean, That
1: doesn't seem to be symbolic of anything. Just a, a you know, very angular star
2: necklace. Okay. All right. It's it, uh, I do have a religion proficiency and spellcraft. It has no religious or arcane significance. Locate okay, object has an 80,
1: sorry, eight one
2: 160 yard radius. Maybe that's my next.
1: 160 my, yards? It's 20 yards per level.
2: But it's like a, you use a twig and you wander around looking at it. So maybe that's what I do tomorrow is I use my second level spell slots to dow, dows around town looking for a seven pointed star. I don't know we'll see i go back to my and i go to sleep rest up so that i can okay do
1: that. um that um, night passes yeah yeah just um, now make- tuesday the fifth of july you are in pernissus you're looking for nancy songs
2: Okay, um, I think the next day I'm going to use my uh, three second-level spell slots, it seems, to locate object around town on the law off chance that I can stumble across the seven-pointed star. Nine. I may also, what?
1: Nine-pointed.
2: Nine-pointed, you changed that.
1: Nope, I didn't change it.
2: You said seven at some point. You you must have been channeling Game of Thrones. All right, sure. Maybe I was channeling Game of Thrones. Definitely.
1: I tried very hard not to say seven because it was the first thing that came to mind.
2: Yeah. So I get three castings. So that's a total of twenty-four minutes. It's got a hundred and sixty-yard radius or hundred sixty-yard AOE, but it's in like a path. So I'll have to like spin and move and spin and move. So I probably get a couple. Let's see. I don't even know. About a couple of 160-yard radius spheres spheres or circles carved out of the city, i probably start doing a grid pattern through the city.
1: Sure. On the third casting, you pick mm-hmm. up a signature of this nine-pointed star.
2: Okay. I follow it to the source, chasing okay. my, little, my little twig down the street like a crazy person.
1: Uh, the source is a jeweler's shop.
2: I think I burst on in there. Hey, okay. and I'm I'm if the spell's still going, I'll like follow it to the to the star, or look around to the star.
1: Okay, uh, the jeweler in the shop is a dwarf.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, it's probably the first dwarf you've seen in a very very long time here.
2: Do I immediately spot the seven pointed star, or is it like in the back room? Do I uh, see him it play is somewhere?
1: it's hanging on the wall directly behind the dwarf kind of He's at eye like level my,
2: for you yeah my little sticks pointing up at it and i look down to him uh influenced but probably unpracticed dwarven uh i say hey old friend
1: ah Hi. it's someone who speaks the mother tongue oh so good to hear it spoken by a human I rarely hear it at all
2: Indeed, I'm a. I studied much dwarven dwarven runes in school, but seldom get a chance to. To test it on the streets. That well, piece, I say, pointing to the to the sub to the nine pointed star.
1: Oh, you like right? it? It's quite popular with the ladies. Uh, unfortunately, no one around here seems to be able to pay the prices I'm asking.
2: What's it worth?
1: Oh. It's worth a mighty fine price. 450 gold pieces is what that sells for. Are you what, looking for I, a piece for your lady?
2: Can I does he pull it off to display it to me, or he just leaves it up there? Mm-hmm. I like crushed little twig into dust or whatever happens at the end of the spell. Um maybe somewhat discreetly, but who knows, uh, and continue to look at it. And I'm able to tell from this distance what it's made out of. Like, it doesn't sound from your description that it would be worth 450 GP. Uh, so
1: it is a very elegantly made out of silver, it looks like. Doesn't look okay. like it's platinum. And it's got these sharp points that come out in nine stars, uh, nine points, with the center being a, some si- uh, sort of clear gemstone, maybe a diamond Maybe a I can't remember its name, but it's cooler than a diamond because it's got a better luminosity and produces a rainbow of colors. Sapphire? No, 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 no. Uh, starts with an M. Gemstones. Uh, named uh, an M. Oh, Moiss- moissanite. How the hell do you pronounce this? M um, O I S S A N I T E. Moissanite. Moissanite. Um. It's like everything that that's better than a diamond.
3: Moissanite.
1: Yeah. Moissanite. Silicon.
2: Silicon carbide.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's just like a better gemstone, all around, and it's still clear.
3: Okay.
2: 450 it's like all, most of my liquid assets but hmm
1: uh, odd you got a, a special lady friend you're looking to buy for
2: i'm still looking for my lady where did you where did you acquire this piece
1: oh uh, there's a woman coming by uh maybe a, a year or so ago. Uh, real poor fisherwoman says it was a family heirloom. She was, uh, down on her luck, had to sell it to feed her and the wee babe. Uh, I don't know how a fisherwoman comes across a a gem like that. I tell you, she certainly did not inherit it, but...
2: I know it was uh, a long time ago, but this woman, is she about yay high, dirty blonde hair, hazel eyes? There
1: wasn't a thing about her that wasn't dirty. Poor girl looked like she slept in the gutter.
2: But deep, but underneath all the dirt, she carried herself with a grace that she could not disguise.
1: Absolutely. Uh, are you a friend of hers?
2: Yes, I. I know. I. I know this woman. Uh, Four fifty, you say. I. Um, all right. I'll try. I'll probably trade him these two fifty GP rings that I have. Mm-hmm. In addition to thirty-five platinum. Shit. Is it worth even trying to art on the price? Probably not. Probably not. I hope this thing is actually worth 450 GP. Do you happen to know the significance of this shape? Is it a common, common amulet? Have you seen one before in all your years as a jeweler?
1: Uh, Nine-pointed stars don't come around very often. They're kind of a, an older style, back from before the gods brought down the Split the uh, lands into two.
2: Yeah, um, Could I put a could have had put a, the truth ring on to see if he's ripping me off with the.
1: Uh, you can put it on now.
2: Yeah. So I think as I'm so I'm pulling out two rings. I'm pulling out my platinum. I'll also pull out the truth ring. Slide it on my finger. Um, I'm yeah. I, and somewhat discreetly but again like you know, yeah, i don't know i'm no thief and I'll, i will ask him uh you say 450 as i'm like counting out platinum
1: 450 gold pieces or i'll take gems is, jewels whatever else is
2: and i think it. i wanted to avoid if i didn't say it the first time as is i will say so it's, it's worth 450 as another like question as i'm counting out the platinum <laughs> to get it uh
1: maybe there's clouds up in your ears yes lad 450 gold Four, five, zero.
2: Is that enough to get? Would I be able to tell if he's lying? Or, I mean, that. Or is it that it doesn't sound like he's actually. I mean, he could have weaseled his way around it.
1: Yeah, it seems like an awkward situation. So close to getting him to say what he needs to say to tell if it's a truth (laughs) or a lie, but socially it's too awkward to ask him. What do you do?
2: I'll see how the conversation goes and keep the ring on. Yeah. Um, so he was telling. He said that it's rare. He said he, he said he has seen them before.
1: Yes, uh, the rare pieces, uh, older styles. Most of them harken the back from the before the gods split the island apart. Split uh, the
2: island apart. I haven't heard this this legend, or have I heard this legend?
1: You don't know, 1,500 years ago when the gods split Arcadia into three, well, almost into multiple pieces. The the Great Canals formed during the, the horrific event. Clerics all over the place got so uppity with themselves, put themselves far, far before the gods, and gods rendered the land into pieces, threw us into chaos for hundreds of years. Was you it must the gods be from the... far east. You must be from <laughs> the far far east if you don't know understand the history of Arcadia.
2: I guess. I guess I don't. Oh, um,
1: well, lad, uh, I might have only been on this earth for a scant two hundred and fifty years, but it's a fascinating history—one I could spend a lifetime learning, still never be satisfied.
2: Um, so I assume now that I am actually holding and inspecting this amulet. Um, I'll, I, I want to ask him. I guess can confirm that he doesn't know the significance of the symbol. Like he said, he's seen it before. He said it dates back to when the, to 50, so this is 1500 years old.
1: He says that usually pieces like this are that old, are older, it's an old style. You know, it'd be like, mm-hmm. a, if you wear your beard, like a Pharaoh wears his beard, kind of in that weird outward shape. It's like, uh-huh. no one does that, but I guess you could. It's just kind of, it's an old style.
3: Okay.
2: And the number nine, does that mean anything?
1: Uh, not that I'm particularly aware of. I think maybe there were nine kingdoms back in the day. I I, I don't quite know. Maybe it's uh, one for each of your wives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one for each of your lives, maybe, if you're a pussycat. Mm.
2: Nine lives, nine pussies, both sound good to me
1: gives you a wry smile.
2: Well, then. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. I hope we both got a fair deal.
1: I think we both came out quite square indeed. Boom, do I get a lie?
2: Or is that, does, does he think we both came out square?
1: He thinks you both came out square.
2: And I'm going to be operating under the impression that this is actually worth 450 GP if in case I need to pawn it off later, but we'll find out.
3: Yeah.
2: Um... I feel like it should be worth more than 450 gp the way you described it and talking about these mausonite minerals. Maybe it's not particularly valuable of a gemstone, I don't know. Until the 1950s, no other source apart from meteorites had been encountered. I guess it has been discovered ground. It's very rare, I don't know if it is, whatever. Maybe in your world, mos- meteorites are all over the place. Or maybe it, maybe it's from this great ca- cataclysm.
1: Yep. Or, whatever. Or, or maybe it's just kind of small. Definitely
2: you know? not the c- cataclysm.
1: Not, not a cataclysm, no. No, no, no. <laughs> just a, a cataclysmic <laughs> event. All right.
2: So I will take this and head back to my room to inspect and play with it. I think I'll probably need to wait until the next day. So... My, if I'm correct, my ring of magic or my wand of magic detection.
1: You have a wand of magic detection? I forgot about that. Yeah,
2: it doesn't, I can just use it. And it doesn't like, it, it can temporarily run out of juice, but it didn't blow, it didn't have charges, correct?
1: Uh, all wands have charges.
2: Really? So the way you describe, when I was identifying it, the way you described it, it was like, if you, cast it a certain number of times, it may temporarily, you told me if you cast, if you use it for a certain amount of time, it will run out of.
1: I'm gonna have to read the the wand of magic detection again because I don't rightly remember.
2: I was led to believe that it was a timed, like it ran out of juice for a second and, or for a day. I mean, you didn't give me a particular length of time. Here we go. Yeah, it seemed like it could be used regularly without a charge says outlier in chat
1: operation requires one round and successful rounds were point out successively less powerful magic radiation
2: yep i got that as well
1: the uh, school of magic yeah. can be determined if one round is spent concentrating on the subject one charge expended per turn or fraction thereof of use okay Starting with the second round of continuous use, there's a 2% cumulative chance per round the wand will temporarily malfunction. So it still takes charges.
2: Okay, so it does have a certain number of charges. Mm-hmm. And to recharge those, you have to cast Enchant an Item, and then...
1: Then Detect Magic. And
2: Detect Magic. Is Enchant, Enchant an Item is a fifth level or sixth level spell. Enchantment spell, though. But it's it's not universal.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it's in, okay yeah.
2: permanency is but enchanting item is not
1: uh i don't really know you're not high enough well, think, either so okay
2: yeah okay so i guess i won't use that willy-nilly and um, i have no idea well there, i think you this.
1: you were educated in a school right
2: yeah yeah so, so you would know that the average wand,
1: wand starts with 100 charges mm-hmm. um, and goes down from there yeah So, this wand theoretically has, probably has more than 50 charges on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, you could use that once per game session and never run out before Georg dies.
2: A turn takes, so if I spend a round, but I've got a... It takes a few rounds to go down the list of most powerful items in the room, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, each round it points to one, and the next round the next, and the next round the next...
2: So it'll use a couple of charges as I spend a few uh, turns spinning around the room, staring, unless I hide myself. I guess if everything's in another dimension oh.
1: Well, it takes, each charge takes a full turn, which is 10 rounds. So if you put all your stuff in your deep pockets, it would go.
2: Or yeah, for a step into a pocket dimension, just me and the amulet and the wand for a second. Then I could just confirm that it's mad. I don't. So I can set it up to use just one charge to detect, to detect magic on the amulet? Yeah. Okay. So I'll go ahead and do that. So I use point one charges to detect magic on this amulet. I, pro- I probably do this in my hotel room and I create a pocket dimension and step into it, leaving my coat behind with all my stuff for a minute.
1: So naked Georg walks into his pocket dimension with this amulet and this new necklace and the wand. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, not. I'd probably even take my amulet off to do this. A whole minute with the amulet sitting in a pocket. Oh. What if someone raids my room in that time?
1: God, I'd love to do that. Um. So no, this amulet is non-magical.
2: Okay. Mark off point one charges. Uh, no one charge. <laughs> he said fraction thereof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you instead of a turn, for every up to ten minutes. For every I thought it
2: was, you say, you said the wording was fraction thereof. So I for mean, every
1: I, turn or fraction thereof, it expends one charge. So if you use it for one round or ten rounds, it still takes one charge.
2: Oh, now I'm not even sure if I want to use a charge. Whatever, I already said I did. I misunderstood. I thought we would be. I thought I heard fraction. And I thought we'd be doing fraction charges. Whatever.
1: So you've got your your amulet, uh, your your necklace.
2: Yeah, I'll be casting a past life on it in the morning. See if I can uncover anything.
1: Can you cast past life on items that I've owned to people?
2: Oh, I might need. Let me double check. I will have to use a soul.
1: Um. Yeah, we cast by ninth level. A possession. I do not have a soul. You might have to go find a soul.
2: Ooh, I guess that's I guess we're doing that tonight. Yeah. I will, I will troll the streets looking for a vagrant late in the wee hours of the morning, like right before bed. All right. Just like find a homeless guy in the gutters, someone, someone that looks like society's given up on. All right. I should probably be hunting down evil people that the world would be better off without, but this is the path of least resistance.
1: That night, you leave your tavern, walk out into the dirty streets, few buildings over there's Bubba's Bar and Grill Uh, not Tavern and Grill, Bar and Grill that's what we're renaming it to Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and in the alleyway between Bubba's Bar and Grill and uh, Mr. Potter's Shop of Pottery there's a a drunk in the alley, he's got a wineskin kind of stuck in his mouth and he's leaned back against the wall his feet up on the other side of the alley because the alleyway's not that big, I mean that's the length of your legs and your hips put together, maybe a little less than that. Um, I he's walk- got this wineskin, he's just kind of slowly nursing the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I walk straight up to him and say, here, look at this, as I throw uh-huh. a flash of colored sand in his face and cast color spray, unless he's a secret sixth level fighter who's a drunken adventurer who's just, just drinking his sorrows away in the alley here, he falls unconscious, without a saving throw? Color spray I think is almost it's almost in some ways it's better than Thunderstaff. It's at least way less of a of a scene.
1: Yeah. Um he falls unconscious. Maybe it's from the alcohol though. He was pretty drunk. He could still be a tenth level fighter.
2: <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Alright. I produce Carl to, you know, cut his guts open and harvest his soul. Mm-hmm. And pulling my robes tight around me, I slip out the opposite end of the alley and circle back around to my tavern. Um, If he had a, he didn't have a coin purse, right? He was just a homeless dude?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: If there was a way to make it look like a robbery, I would have, but it sounds like he didn't have anything to rob.
1: Correct. Completely worthless. All
2: right. And I will head back to my in room with a soul charged in the amulet.
1: Okay, you make it back to your room, and uh, you have a past life memorized for now? Or I don't, it...
2: so I'll need to do that in the morning.
1: Well, why don't we take do. the morning on the other side of the break, because we're just about at an hour here, and uh, we'll see if you can find out anything about uh, Nancy's song in a, a wee bit. See you guys later. Why, hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Dyson with Death. Georg, you wake up the next morning. It has been a full day in town, and now you are starting Wednesday, the 6th of July in Parnissus, looking for Nancy Kerrigan. No, Nancy Saul.
2: Out of of curiosity, where do the gutters drain into in this this town? Into the ocean?
3: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Maybe Garrett's piecing together how ecosystems work and maybe you shouldn't be introducing dead bodies into your into your runoff but hey uh the next morning i will memorize a uh, past life in lieu of hey life's a risk instead of the conceal alignment that i usually cast on the amulet every morning Oh. What if someone detects evil on me? Well, in a in a in a in a hot minute, I'll be level nine, and I will probably be radiating evil.
1: Mm, Beautiful.
2: (sighs) I think I feel like I read somewhere level nine is the cutoff.
1: Mm -hmm. That's where PCs. That's in the book. That's when display uh, evil.
2: Oh, I think that's where they define, like, high-level or whatever in, the, in one of the books. They're, like, only high-level characters, i.e. greater than level 9.
1: That's right.
2: Whew. So. So now what? Past life. What do I see when I cast him in the amulet? Who do I see? Do I see anyone?
1: By uh, touching the remains of a dead creature, this spell allows the caster to gain a mental image of the deceased's former appearance. Um. When view when cast by a wizard of at least seventh level, he's able to view the final minutes of the subject's life from the subject's point of view.
2: And then, uh, when cast from ninth right. level, you can use possession, which I'm, right. I'm using this bra- this amulet, which possibly belonged to more than one person. I don't remember. Was that was that off air or on air? That was that off
1: air had- when we had the discussion.
2: So, so I don't know. We, I don't know what you decided, but tell me. Tell me what I see. Tell me who I see, and tell me the last minutes of their death if I do see anyone.
1: You see a an alleyway, and a small child. Uh, child seems to be leaning over you, holding your lapels in her hands, uh, shaking you. And did we agree that you can't hear? No, you can hear, right?
2: Uh, you yeah. view the final minute from I the think, subject of view. Yeah. Sound? I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would assume view applies to all five senses.
1: Right. This this small child, um, maybe eight years old or something, seems to be shaking you by your lapels and say, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, wake up!" Your hand kind of tries to reach up and brush your face, but you just can't make it and it falls to the ground. Your head lifts <laughs> to the side. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. When you saw your hand reach out, it was thin around the ankle. Uh, the
2: I do, the I fist. do get a the. I mean the base use of the spells to get an image of the caster's peer of the of the deceased's appearance gaunt, so I, I,
1: unnaturally gaunt, like starving to death, gaunt. a woman, a man, human woman woman uh, starving to death, okay looks like, it looks like Nancy's song if she didn't eat food for a month uh, yeah, and then there's a small child standing over her, shaking her trying to wake her up as she kind of spades and You get strong strong hunger pains. The worst hunger pains you've ever had. While you
2: and she literally pain. like dies of kidney failure as in the gutter there or whatever happens when you don't eat and drink. When you eat
1: don't for too long? Yeah. Yeah. Starved to death in a gutter while a child shook her calling her mommy.
2: And the woman was is clearly. Am I able to confirm that it, like, based on portrait and what I saw? Uh, I mean, you've others. got
1: nineteen ints. You're pretty sure it's the same person. But why don't you make me a charisma check, just yeah. to be doubly sure?
2: Like, it could have been an ancestor. That was the only vision I got. Do I? So I. So I'm still not totally sure what would happen if I were to pass life on someone something that had multiple owners. Correct. Uh, Charisma is 11,
1: 24. And pres- this is either uh, Nancy Song or uh, her mother who happened to look a lot like her.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: or a, a former ancestor yeah. maybe. As
2: as I was looking up and dying from Nancy Song's perspective, did I get a look at the buildings around or the sky above? Trees, anything that would give me a clue as to where in the world I am.
1: Um, like, yes, if,
2: do I get a glimpse of the architecture or of a tree that may only exist it's somewhere? It's a wooden
1: building across from you. It's a narrow alleyway. There's a couple of stacked barrels as your head lists to the side. Look like mm-hmm. water barrels, but you also get to see straight out of the alleyway and into what looks to be a small town square. Definitely not a major one. There's a stone fountain with a wyvern carved into it. And the wyvern is spitting water out of its mouth in a, you know, as a fountain does.
2: Can I roll to see if I've seen that in any town that I've visited before? Or otherwise I'll go and ask around about it.
1: Um, you have not seen such a fountain.
2: Okay, just checking. So then I will uh, All right, pop, snap out of my vision mm-hmm. and head to Bubba's.
1: All right, you get back this, to Bubba's back Tavern. This bacon. Uh, bar yeah. and grill. Bubba's back there cooking some burgers up.
2: Who? What uh, do I got to buy to get a burger, Bubba?
1: Burgers ain't free, man. Burgers uh cost you a pretty penny, though. Beef is expensive meat in these parts. But uh, I bet that ain't no issue for you. Uh, five silver for a cheeseburger, please. Yeah. Six silver if you want some bacon on it.
2: I pay six silver,
1: eight silver if you want some avocado too.
2: <laughs> just, just take a whole gold.
1: Uh, I'll take it. You want some with that then? All right. Um. Well, there, okay, sailor. Uh, what what'd you say your name was, fancy fella?
2: I have known many names in many times. You may call me George.
1: Georgie? I'm gonna call you Georgie.
2: George. <laughs> That's what I said, isn't it?
1: Uh, yes, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, you know, you got a peculiar smell about you, Georgie. Do you spend a, a lot of time in musty rooms with mold?
2: <laughs> you have a mighty fine sense of smell there, Bubba.
1: Well, they say my olfactory's great. I, I don't quite know what that means, but they keep saying it.
2: What do you make in your factory?
1: I uh-huh, uh, uh, uh. uh, like the cut of your jeep even if the cut of your cloth is far too fancy for me
2: so tell, Bubba you ever heard of a town with a with a stone wyvern in the square
1: well you're standing in that very town we got a wyvern over in the ah yeah, fuck what's, what's that place called the um well, I, I just call it the shit district uh, it's got another name it's probably like Ratville or something who gives a shit all, all the vagrants and bums and sort live over there. Used to kind of be a nice part of town way, way back when. That's why it's got the statue in it, but um, these days all the undesirable sorts live there, if you know what I mean. I best stay away from it. You're likely to get robbed at knife point.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the warning, Bubba.
1: Yeah, um, all right. uh, are you uh, with the other bloke?
2: Other bloke? What other bloke?
1: Yeah, uh, the the one with the staff that keeps walking around—he he also smells that like books and mildew. He's a uh, kind got God, the wiry normal. red hair. Not a buddy of yours?
2: No. Is he new to town, or is he, is he?
1: No, 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 no. He comes by every now and then. I I don't know if you're here looking for him. You you said you were looking for someone. Some talk of a girl last night or the night before. Perhaps, you
2: said long, frizzy red hair. I could have could have gotten my genders confused. Who is this? Uh, is this a local? You recognize him?
1: Uh, his name's Marshall. He comes by here every now and then. Uh, he's Marshall. some sort of wizard, but he, he smells an awful lot like you.
2: You're, you're really kind of creeping me out with the, with the sniffing, Bubba. Uh,
1: uh, is you... He a,
2: you got a tower in town? Or a
1: <laughs> tower in town? No, no. He, lives out in the, the plains a little bit. Uh, comes in town every so often, often raving about this thing or that thing, or the end of the world's coming, or,
2: you the know. The end of the world is coming. You should have listened to him.
1: <laughs> have a nice day, Bubba. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 yeah. All right,
2: so I want to head to the part, to whatever the town square, in the not so good, but once upon a time good part of town, mm-hmm. and have shit a look district. see. The shit district is that what they call it?
1: That's what Bubba called it. Uh, and sure enough, you do find this wyvern shaped fountain.
2: Mm. Um, on a long shot, I will wander around the square and look for. I mean, are there any like urchin children around? Oh yeah. Um, and for the, I think I'm, I, I would like to argue that Georg is pretty used to people keeping a wide berth from him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I, it would be something you would tell me about if anyone gets within a couple of feet of me.
1: I could see that making right? sense.
2: I mean, obviously if it's a thief, you know, moving silently and sneaking up behind me, that's a different story, but. Your average street urchin, I feel like I would get like a hairs on the back of my neck stick up like human, another human being <laughs> <laughs> in my personal bubble.
1: Like visiting Europe.
2: I'd, yeah, I think I would be pretty difficult to steal from, her, okay. especially with the maze of inner pockets and things. Mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, but we'll see. So I'm going to look. Are there, are there urchin children in around the town square? Are there people around this town square?
1: There are. Um, there's a bunch of urchin types. And then there's some um, shops, uh, a pottery shop, a, a weaving shop, a seamstress shop, uh, a fishing net shop, a fishing line shop, uh, a doorknob shop, all they sell is doorknobs here. All
2: right, um, so I'll, I'll walk around the square like in looking at all the people, I don't really want to interact with or talk to anyone if I can help it. But I want to. I'm gonna look at all the street urchins and see if they look like the girl from my vision. On the on the
1: long give shop me she's a here charisma check.
2: Oh, critical! If she's here, I find her.
1: She's not here.
2: Okay, I'm certain. I look look at every kid in the face, and I know. yeah, you're certain.
1: Like, Even the she older know, kids aren't she has her like, age.
2: striking. Just striking eyes or something. Was there something about her that? What? That that stuck out at me, and I'm like. I mean, I she was crying because her.
1: her mother was dying. So yeah. I think that image is probably burned into your face pretty well, or burned into burned your mind's eye. I think. Well.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll stop. I'll talk to someone, an adult mm-hmm. that looks like not a total low life.
1: Like, yeah. There's not- a.
2: Like maybe three one of the women. shopkeepers while they're outside sweeping. Okay, some women.
1: Yeah, three women uh, weaving a basket together in the weaver's building.
2: Yeah. I'm looking for a, for an orphan girl, I say to them. a lot
1: of them about. Just Lost. take your pick.
2: <laughs> Not like that. A, a specific one. A... She's lost from her family. Do you, if, if, a, if a child were lost in this neighborhood, do you know who might've taken her in? Is there a local local temple or clergy? Oh, I mean, bless your heart.
1: You think someone would take in a little orphan girl. That's so sweet. No, no, uh, not here in Parnassus. A little girl gets lost from her family for too long. She just, she's just living on the streets.
2: Very well, then. Good day, ladies. And I I bow... Good luck finding
1: your little girl.
2: Yeah. I bow deeply, sarcastic, too respectful for for these unpleasant ladies. And I back away. Um, And I think towards the alleys. I believe the plan may be to infiltrate the underworld and see if we can figure out if there's like a anyone or a network of orphans who knows this is a medieval city there even if there is no orphanage nearby there's got to be something some sort of system that chews up these poor kids and spits them back out so human yeah these women may discount the value of human labor
3: george
1: would never discount the, the value of child labor (laughs) Uh, it's a scorcher of a day today it's 93 it's hot
2: yeah I'm sweating under my black robes but do my best to look cool
1: Uh, a bunch of the orphan kids are playing in the, the wyvern fountain making it all dirty and gross how does fancy wealthy rich georg fit in with dirty little kids. Oh, I don't
2: fit in. Let's see if I... I know how I fit in with these kids.
1: How do you fit in with these kids?
2: I reduce myself to their size. Uh, But I think I want to do it as, like, I'm going to walk up to... (laughs) Hey, kids, want to see a magic trick?
1: Uh, Uh, They stand back, Um, eyeing you warily. mm -hmm.
2: Alrighty. Um, Yeah, so I produce my iron powder. Mm -hmm. And sprinkle it on my head. Are there the are the adults still in still in view? Are there those women still? They are. In? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like I, I want to be displaced. Bef- probably, but I would have wanted to do this before I walked up to the kids. But maybe I forgot. Maybe I do it as I'm at the kids. But in case any of these urchins try to mug me still, or I don't know, may obscure the view of the ladies. But I will displace myself. So something's a little off. And sprinkle my iron powder on my head, and I don't think I go my full eighty percent reduction, but I'll get to like child size.
1: Okay. Uh, the kids' eyes go wide and scamper back a little bit, and then slowly start to peek their heads out. You
2: have, you have nothing. To, you have nothing to fear. I'm just like you.
1: Wow! What was that? It's
2: my it's my fairy dust. Here, you want to see? And I like I don't know splash a little bit in one of their faces probably makes them sneeze Uh. Um, so I'll knock down two charges of powdered iron Mm -hmm. Um, so fellow youths (laughs) (laughs) I I think the implication is clear that I'm a fairy or a demon or something Right. Almost, I don't know what I don't know how a child's imagination works, but I hope that earned me some street cred with them. Um, I glance over. Did, did the mothers even notice me? Like, sort of like. Oh yeah, out?
1: they've stopped. What they've stopped uh, their thing and are watching you after you, you know, transform much, much smaller. <laughs> I
2: display. I, I probably like fizzled out of existence and talked to these kids and shrank. I mean, it, yeah, they probably aren't sure what they just saw, but hopefully, we'll be out of here and into the underworld soon enough. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, how do kids even think about this who's the who's the boss of this neighborhood who's who do, who, who who protects you and I like no glance, protects I'm, us. I'm, I'm, I glance up, yeah, we, over to the we, woman we
1: protect ourselves <laughs> sometimes men come through try and round us up take us off to the far away place but but if you're fast you can hide sage oh, did I'm it. Fast. sage hid
2: who's sage
1: she's the best she's still hiding hmm
2: Uh, I'll, I'm going to pull the amulet out of my pocket and ask, have you have you seen this before? And, like, wave it shit, hypnotizingly in front of them. But bigger. <laughs> that was a terrifying child giggle. I think Garrick is just as creepy as he's supposed to be.
1: One of them um, steps for proudly forward, eyes wide, and excited. goes, uh-huh, I've seen it before. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: Did someone... On someone's mama?
1: I'll tell you for a gold piece.
2: Um, I'll hand her a gold piece and tell her, all you have to do is rub it between your fingers for 20 minutes and it will grow to the right size. And I hand her like my, little redu- my reduced little uh, gold piece. Your
1: dime-sized piece of gold. On- uh, her eyes go on wide my, as you actually on my can. Honor,
2: on my honor as a fairy.
1: She bites it and, and kind of bends gold. it around in her teeth and turns the other. goes, it's real gold! And they all gather around to look at the coin.
2: Don't eat it or it'll grow in your stomach. Uh,
1: they're too busy looking at the gold piece together to, to listen to yeah. a word you're saying. I'll
2: let, I'll let them bicker, over like, do that for a few minutes, but I eventually want to ask who... I mean, she said she would tell me who the, yeah, who the woman was for gold. Hey, hey, you said you'd tell me uh, about a woman...
1: Heather's mama used to wear one. Wear one just like that. Where, who's Heather?
2: Can you take me to her? Another tiny gold for whoever can take me to Heather. And
1: I pull the, out The same a... girl jumps up and tries to grab the gold out of your hands.
2: Uh, uh, uh. Where's Heather?
1: This way, she, says. she actually
2: try to. If she actually tries to grab the gold out of my hands, she will automatically miss and realize that I'm displaced. So you've got to be precise for your language there, but.
1: Yes, she does try and grab it out of your hands. So she does realize.
2: Which is kind of what I wanted. And I think probably everyone around sees something really weird go, go on where she like grabs me and like, she looked like she, I don't know. I don't know if kids have an intuition to roll a save versus an illusion test, but if anyone were to, yeah.
1: Right. You must the, have flipped the real- coin beforehand then, because otherwise... she. No, wouldn't no,
2: I, w- I don't want to give it to her until she takes the me to... The first
1: gold coin Heather. you handed to her, though. Yes, you know? yes, 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 yes.
2: She didn't try to grab, but this one she tries to grab. And I, like, fizzle out of existence, and she... Right. I'm at, yeah, she realizes that I'm not where I appear to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 take me to Heather. Okay. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here quick. Those women are giving me the creeps. Um, Scampering down an alley
1: the girl leads you um, none of the others follow actually Mm -hmm. and she leads you not between any alleyways but kind of just out away from the ocean uh, which is gently uphill you get outside of the boundaries of town and she points off to a uh, maybe a two story temple that you can see maybe a a half mile out of town you can just barely see the, the top of it Okay. And she points at that and goes, she's out back with her mama. She's there every day now. When she's not in looking for food.
2: I don't know what that means, but that's even creepier than I am. I'll hand her the gold coin and continue off towards the temple. Okay. Or whatever. Uh, you said it's an old temple outside of town,
1: or half mile outside of town. town. Yeah. So a half mile takes. Yeah. You.
2: So I will no longer be displaced. Um, I my movement speed is not actually decreased by reduce. I don't think.
1: I think it is. I know it doesn't say really? it in the book, but if.
2: Are if you it sure cuts- you want to? Because then you've got a level one spell. So right now I can reduce someone's movement speed by eighty percent by casting reduce on them.
1: Or you could increase someone's movement speed by eighty percent by casting enlarge on them.
2: Is that really how you want? Because that's because my enlarge then is almost as good as a haste spell, and you don't have to do a saving throw versus. Uh, you don't have to do a.
1: That's true. I didn't. Mean I, I mean, I I'm
2: happy with this, but I'm thinking in future campaigns, do you really want? I mean, it makes. I think it makes sense.
1: But the duration is pretty minimal. It's I, I, think, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, it's twenty minutes because you're eighth level, right? There's always twenty minutes?
2: Um, no, it's it scales per level. It's five, f-
1: five, five rounds per level. level. Yeah. Oh, okay. So at oh, your so level, 40 it's actually minutes. forty minutes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Um. I think it only makes sense. If it increases your strength and all that other stuff, it should also increase your movement speed or decrease relatively. Um,
2: All right. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, In that case, I will wind up uh, enlarging myself to regain my movement speed as I approach the temple. Uh, i really feel like that's going to be an overpowered spell or it would have been better i would have used it more effect i think i would have used it more effectively if it had that property the whole way through but i'm looking it may have
1: to- had that property the whole way through no one thought to use it that way
2: yeah that's a really that one i mean at first level 10 percent reduction is no big deal but at my level that become i mean that almost i mean now i don't feel maybe i don't feel so grumbly about having this first level dimensionless specialist slot mm-hmm. that it's actually very useful
1: yeah Imagine if you enlarge your phantom steed and increase its movement rate by eighty percent.
2: And I guess I guess haste says it doesn't stack with similar um, with similar spells. So haste wouldn't cast wouldn't stack. I don't but know. It might bit-
1: because you're at, you've incre- You're not increasing the movement speed of the creature. Oh, okay. Are- I guess
2: if it's not a similar spell, it's a different mechanism. Yeah. Using a different dimension to.
1: So you could increase the movement speed of your phantom steed by 360%
2: Holy fuck And at level 12 or whatever it can fly. Oh
1: my god (laughs) Just a giant pegasus like flying all over the place at ungodly speeds
2: God, am I, and I can just like, hey, there's no rules for like f- crossing the sound barrier, which I think I can. I think I can go supersonic at those speeds. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure I can. I didn't check the math. Someone in chat with just the haste spell was saying about 300 miles per hour, which is just below the sound barrier. I think
1: 300 meters per second.
2: Right, 300 meters per second, which is just below the 330 is the sound barrier.
1: 340.
2: And yeah. It depends on the temperature.
1: Uh. <laughs> Fair I think,
2: enough. I, I think 330 is, that's usually, that's the number I had memorized from.
1: Uh, 20 degrees, bit. 20 degrees Celsius air.
2: Yeah, lab conditions or whatever. Wait, 340 is 2. 20 degrees. Okay, I guess, I guess I was, yeah, you're right. Okay, you are right.
1: Well, Wikipedia's right. I don't actually know anything. <laughs> but let, let me be clear here. Neil doesn't know anything.
2: But if you tar- can look it up fast enough, just as well know it.
1: Yes, but then you can't know if it's true if you're being lied to. It's always better to know than to be told. Anywhos, um, we'll, we'll get to supersonic mounts in a moment.
2: Super- <laughs> yeah, do I? So, some like 10 minutes later, I reached this church outside of town.
1: Yes, um, it looks. Temple? not quite abandoned, but definitely left in a decrepit state. And out back, you see a cemetery and there is a small child. Kind there of, is. Uh, lying next to a few of the graves.
2: I approach slowly and cautiously. Do I have any detect on or anything of the equivalent? I don't think I do. Um, I don't think ESP works on undead, does it?
1: I don't think so. Dead, undead don't have minds. I think it's pretty well established. What
2: about Agent in, Undead, but she's probably no. Not. I think
1: it's pretty well established in all vampire canon that you cannot read the minds of a vampire, and I would extend yeah. that to other undead. Buffy does it. Right. Uh, True Blood okay. does it.
2: Yeah, okay, so I'm pretty confident. Although I do not trust any vampire lore in this universe. I hate, hate, hate to break it to you, Neil so uh, i will cast an esp as i approach okay
1: uh the Check feelings the surface and surface thought. thoughts are those of sadness and hunger they're very primitive thoughts yeah
2: my child i say probably she looks from around a, a little bit just, just a few feet away i've like approached the grave uh quick glance can i read the gravestone is it there says a, is melody. Um, I pull from a pocket the the amulet with the star.
1: Her eyes go wide as she instantly recognizes it. Are you Heather? She nods. Mm. Is How this? Are
2: you? And this was your mother's? Um, I like uh, take, a, take a knee or something like that, get down, yeah. Pop a squat.
3: Okay.
2: Get down, get down to child conversation height without reducing myself. Um, your mother. Was mm-hmm. she? What's her name, Nancy? Mm-mm. Uh, did she, I've got, can, I'll have put uh, truth seer ring back on if I had ever taken it off. I think I probably did take it off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Her name's, what was her name? Has she like come to grab the amulet, or is she looking She's at it from far? She's staring at still? it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Melody.
2: Her name was Melody, and you are Heather. Are you hungry, child?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I have rations, so I will show those there. Uh, did I actually? She
1: is very hesitant to take them from your hand.
2: Okay. She mm-hmm. eyes you suspiciously well, and wary. it's available. Ah, uh, did I was I eating my own rations on the ship?
1: No, the ship covered your food.
2: Okay. Or perhaps some water. And I hold out my wineskin like take a seat. I've still got a hold of the amulet.
1: She seems uncomfortable around you and doesn't move to take the food or water.
2: You said the gravestone says Melody. I guess I I like crawl over to the gravestone and put a hand put a hand on it.
1: She pushes her hand off the gravestone and stands in front of it defensively.
2: Was this your mother's?
1: Mom's is this here. your mother? Ronaldo. She points to the grave next to it and goes, That's Dad.
2: Is there a stone on it? Is there like a marker on it? What's, what's the name? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Is there a last name or just Ronaldo and Melody. at the girl, sadly.
1: She looks to be maybe, you know, at first you, you thought she was eight, but now she just looks like a really small, runty, malnourished, dirty, maybe like 10 or 11 year old.
2: I guess it's possible that Lady Song had an affair with this Ronaldo guy. Got some bodies to exhume. <laughs> and this girl, do you live here? I, like, nod to the church, to the temple.
1: In town. She tentatively takes some of the food from you.
3: Okay. Oh,
2: yeah, I give her food and water. It's just dry rations, but she's probably starving.
1: Quite literally. Yeah.
2: Where are you f- from? Were you born here in Parnassus?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. Did your mother live with you your whole life? Mm. She left you with Daddy.
1: No. Where? Daddy left me with her when he died. But he then you. She showed up a long time ago, and she and Daddy were happy. And then Daddy died.
2: I want to get a good hard look at this kid and probably roll a charisma check to see if I can tell if she I mean, if she looks like a song.
1: Uh, give c- me a charisma check at minus five. That's a hard judgment to make.
2: Yeah. No dice.
1: It's hard to tell. Yeah, you can't make it out.
2: Are you are you tired does she look tired
1: she just looks weary of life
3: yeah
2: does she hmm I guess I I'll, I'm gonna hang out for I'm gonna like let some minutes pass and let her eat and drink and see if she looks drowsy she
1: doesn't you know, midday. She seems
2: can't can't go hide her in a pocket dimension to nap while I exhume mommy and daddy's corpses.
1: <laughs> no. Unless you want to knock her out first. Yeah. And then lock her in a pocket dimension.
2: <laughs> I feel like if this is Song's daughter, she's got to come back to Misty Rapids. If not, I'll probably just give her a couple gold and leave her to live a horrible life as a street child. <laughs> but I need to get a look at these bodies and figure out what's going on here.
1: I guess I'm gonna... You're gonna...
2: I think I'm gonna camp out here on the outskirts. Oh, I've got an inn. I can just come back tomorrow. Yeah,
1: it's a Take half a... mile from town. It's not Take far. up
2: the bodies and cast my past lives. Figure out who these who these people are.
3: Hmm.
2: I don't know. I'm not gonna push it with the kid. I'll I'll feed her and give her water, hang out for a bit, and then I think eventually head back to town unless she says anything to me or asks anything. Nope. Um, I had ESP going that whole time, but it was probably just basal emotions of fear and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah.
1: Nervousness, that sort of thing. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, you make it back to the inn. And why don't we take our third and final break right now as you arrive back at the inn, having found a mysterious child and a mysterious couple of bodies. We'll see you guys on the other side of our break. Uh, welcome back to Dyson with Death. I had no way interrupted our own conversation. Uh, you make it back to the inn. You are there. Uh,
2: okay. Did I say go back to the inn? I guess I can go back to the inn. My plan is to exhume these bodies and cast past life on them, but I need to remember my spells in the morning anyways.
1: Yes. So anyway,
2: i kill some time at the inn. Am I working on a spell right now?
1: You are indeed working on a spell.
2: So I probably get a few hours of studying in while I wait for the sun to go down. Uh,
1: you learn haste. Okay.
2: I don't know if I want that anymore now that I figured out how good my enlarged spell is, but. Ooh, I forgot I have tons. Ooh, I like that one. Especially, yeah, pull snake motif
1: so are you gonna to do tongues or locate creature i already have tongues no. uh
2: locate creature is not specific you just name a species more or less mm-hmm. um i think i want to win shatter let's start learning shatter next um
1: are this is this out of someone's book
2: this is natasha's spell book
1: okay shatter is a second level spell it'll take you 2d2 days to learn it and did you say 80 percent? i can never remember 80 percent,
2: yeah for non-dimension
1: so um, that night yeah so let's
2: yeah let's skip to the next day i'll do it uh, i probably will yeah i'll probably want to go to bed early and get up get up like before dawn hopefully to exhume bodies mm-hmm. and cast my past life before anyone else is up but mm-hmm. we'll see I, I think the timing should work out so if i go to bed at like nine i can wake up at like four how many hours is six, six hours or something uh,
1: yeah, sure. Seven hours. That's fine.
2: Get up early. Uh, cast an ESP.
1: You're, you're carrying a shovel around with you, right?
2: It's in one of my pockets.
1: Right, so it's kind of, the the head is banging against your side as we discussed last week. Not uncomfortably, maybe. Um, but, so uh, that night in the middle of the night.
2: Oh, so you don't make it hours. to morning?
1: Oh, yeah, that, I mean, that morning, that night, oh, okay. 4 a.m. Yes. The witching hours. Yes.
2: Um, what do I need to clear? I will need to clear a knock. I guess I could burn a stinking cloud. I actually have to burn spells in this, don't I? Mm-hmm. I'll, like, wake up and just knock my own door open, like, from the bed. <sighs> yeah. And so I can have do a double dose of past life. Because we have two bodies to exhume. So, tis the witching hour. In the wee hours of morning, a black-clad georg heads east?
1: Yes. East,
2: out of town.
1: You hear wolves in the distance. Uh, But you make it to the graveyard, unbothered. There's no lights on in the temple. You see no people around. I think your way is lit by your glowing staff.
2: Yeah, I'll pull it out once I'm a little ways out of town to light my way.
1: 60 foot radius of light as bright as daylight?
2: Yep. I will stick it in the ground near, you know, open up my robe. I've already got my hand. I'll stick it in the ground near the, near the graves Mm -hmm. and open up my robe, pull out a shovel and get digging.
1: What is your strength score?
2: Uh, Average uh, 11.
1: Uh, It takes you a few hours to dig a hole. And I think at this point you really begin to appreciate your magic. You've never had to do backbreaking manual labor before. You've always had Jebub or someone else to dig your graves. Digging a hole six feet down takes a long time. Yeah. That shit is not easy. Um, but some hours later, you have managed to exhume. Who did you want to do first?
2: Uh, let's do Melody.
1: Okay. You have exhumed Melody's grave. You find a pine, a plain pine box at the bottom, nailed shut.
2: I pull a crowbar out of another pocket (laughs) and pry it open.
1: Uh, There's the relatively fresh corpse of a middle-aged woman. Um, Yeah,
2: I cast past life and presumably have the same vision that I had two days ago.
1: Exact same vision.
2: And it's probably pretty shitty, actually, to go through it again and, like, have to look into I feel of the dying and look at the poor child's eyes
1: and then come snap out of it and be staring down at the person yeah in, while you're in the grave
2: but it still doesn't confirm that this is no but I did it, this was yeah we I can this is this is definitely within you know 95 percent confident that this is uh Nancy Song, Mm -hmm. AKA Melody. Mm -hmm. Do I bring, I don't think it's appropriate to bring her head back. I think that's the wrong gesture. Can I roll an etiquette check to make sure that's the wrong, that's an inappropriate gesture to be making here? Yeah, make
1: me an etiquette check.
2: uh, Actually, I haven't even added what stats that is off of. I'm guessing charisma, but there may be a modifier. I just wanna roll my first etiquette proficiency, okay? I've been, I've been doing all this bowing, and I wasted a proficiency slot, and it hasn't even, I don't even know what stat
1: it's based off of. It's not wasted. It's character development.
2: Uh, etiquette is charisma zero, so 11.
1: 29 you are positive that you should not bring back his mother's head that you yeah, stole the, out of her grave
2: the jewelry the amulet is probably a, a better gesture the head is for, the head is for when I'm sent to slay his enemies okay that's right got it I put the shut the coffin and, and bury it I'll tell him where she is but if he wants to get the body he can do it himself
1: um, as you climb back out and begin to bury the woman again you see torchlight coming from town uh it looks to be maybe a dozen torches
3: tiny
2: hut <laughs> i make a tiny hut around the <laughs> around the graves or at least around the other graves so i can continue digging in my tiny hut sorry if that clap was really loud i don't know what um
1: Le- Leoman's tiny hut four hours plus one hour per level so 12 hours
2: um, I think I think it's opaque, and no one can go through it except for me. Oh, it also makes it 70 degrees inside. I should have cast this before digging the first one. I make, ah, and it would have probably, would it have hidden the light? Yep. Oh, that's dumb. Oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, well. The light goes out, and there's, I make it, like, blend in with the rest, so it's probably, I don't know, like, a gray or a browny color of the soil, so a little hemisphere over the two graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it block sound and stuff? Protects against the elements, it's like...
1: I think you can talk through it.
2: Really? Okay.
1: I think that but if, if there's, if, like, if a thunderstorm stopped... outside, you would still hear the thunderstorm. It might be muffled, but if there's someone on the other side of the hut...
2: But the conversations are can be private inside the hut, Right, I, I think it's, like but you could
3: hear our
1: I think it's like standing on the other side of a door. If you want to be whispering, they might be able to hear that there's some sort of noise, but they wouldn't be able to make out anything that's going on inside.
2: Okay. Well, I, I tiny hut and then keep digging.
1: Uh, opaque from the outside, transparent from within. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I can see them approaching and I've got my light. Mm-hmm. Does the light then ex- does the light extend beyond the hut? It's opaque from outside. But how does lighting work in this case? Can they see the light source? It's opaque, but can do I get the sixty foot light radius? No. I feel like the light would get blocked by the the, the one way mirror. Right, yeah, because
1: if light could. The one light comes in. Light not does in. not come out.
2: Okay, so I can see what I can see what I'm digging, but I can't see them unless they they have Correct. torches. Right.
1: Okay? Right. Yeah. Okay. So
2: I exhume the other body. Um.
1: Maybe three quarters of the way through the process, the torches have arrived at the grave site.
2: And they find a weird sphere a weird earthen yes. colored sphere where these graves ought to be.
1: Yes. Um, it appears that the the sheriff is out here, as well as a few men at arms, a few local townsfolk, and maybe that crazy wizard that they were talking about.
2: The, does the wizard show? If he got God.
1: He's got uh, wiry red hair, a kind of a weird beard. He's like six he foot doesn't have three, a... and he's got a big staff in his hand, and like a
2: what color, what color robes does he wear? Uh,
1: he he doesn't wear robes. He wears pants and a, a tunic.
2: Okay. Uh, if he has a, we'll see if he has a dispel magic handy, but otherwise, I, I mean, I think I'm pretty safe. Um, this morning I would have ca- I would have had a conceal alignment. Okay. So my the amulet is protected today. Yesterday's past life was when the double, and today I burned the knock. So I think I'm good.
3: Okay.
2: Um, so okay. So I, I continue digging. I mean, I, I assume there's a mob gathering around inspecting the strange sphere as the sun's coming up. Hmm. I can finish my job before the before the tiny hat expires. Okay. Um. So I mean, I assume I'll find out pretty quick if the wizard has dispel magic. Or some way to interact with me, or if he approaches me. But otherwise, I'll keep digging. Okay.
1: Um, Sorry. What color did you? What did you say his robes were? He was wearing pants and a shirt.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, that chat's like, what kind of only shitty wizards wear normal clothes? <laughs> would be doing here. Give me a moment. I mean it depends what spells he has memorized today. If he has if he happens to have the right spells memorized, he might do something. If not, he'll probably say, Oh shit, this is some wizardly shit. Get back to me tomorrow when I have a chance to memorize new spells. Mm-hmm. So maybe I mean, yeah, let me. Does he approach and inspect the sphere?
1: Yes. Uh, while you're standing on side inside, watching, you see him and a few others stand up. Uh, the wizard goes over and knocks on the sphere like like you would on a door.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, is anybody in there?
2: Um, I think I ignore it and continue digging for a few minutes to see if he like if he starts casting like to detect magic or
1: uh, he just... just keeps knocking for like two minutes. Yeah.
2: Hello, um... I know you're in there. Please, <laughs> you would like
1: to speak with you?
2: If there's like a direct, if there's I don't know, I- I'm mostly ignoring them. If they're just like being being peasants, if they have something that interests me, let me know. But I keep digging.
1: All right. You continue to dig. And I'm
2: sure there, I, I don't know, I can't think specific. I'm, there are certain things they could say that I feel like would would alert me. I'll leave that to your judgment. I can't think of any specifics right now, but I mostly just want to dig this and cast my past life in GTFO. All
1: right. Uh, you get back down in the hole where you can no longer see them and keep digging. Maybe- well, six
2: feet, until I'm at the end, I should be able to see That's above true. ground. I'm about 5'10", I think.
1: That's true.
2: So I can um, see them. Okay, you- So let me know if they like start like setting a bonfire on top of them. I mean, it actually protects me from heat. Um, I don't think there's- No, much they, they spread like, out. It's probably like, okay, yeah. They spread out. They, they
1: spread out to encircle you entirely.
2: And they're like poking it and- uh, They did for a little mm-hmm. while and
1: then they kind of stopped when the, the wizard told them that it's impenetrable mm-hmm. by normal means.
2: Does he have any means that he would like to penetrate my hut with?
1: Not yet, but he might in the future.
2: (laughs) By then it will already have expired. All
1: right, you dig and eventually come across the coffin underneath the headstone that says Ronaldo.
2: I feel like if if they were going to find me anyways, I should have picked a way cooler color for the tiny hut. I should have just made it like lime green or tie-dye, camo... Something just, probably is camo, actually. Whatever would have, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what kind of patterns I can program into it, but.
1: Uh, only the most basic. You're, you're not an any, octopus or a cuddle Any fish.
2: desired color. Color. <laughs> camo is a color.
1: No, it is a series of colors and patterns. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I get to the coffin, correct? Is this one nailed yes. shut as well? Yes, it is. I crowbar it open. And, and you cast... And I find a skeleton.
1: Yes. I cast a... past life. You have a vision. Vision of a man in bed. Um, from Part of the spell means, says you get to see what he looks like upon death. Yes. And you I see understand. a man riddled with... Disease, it's, some sort it of. It doesn't say
2: upon death, for the record. It says, it's super vague. It, uh, the deceased's former appearance.
1: Right. So I'm going to say so that's his appearance on death.
2: Yeah. I um, think it, I feel like it'd be the most characteristic appearance, but upon death seems reasonable, barring something else. So I feel like if you dug up, uh, Ale- I use this on Alexander the Great or Desmond the Dashing, you would not get an image of old man Desmond in the retirement bed. You would get an image of of Desmond the dashing slaying a dragon, or something. You'd get you'd be like, "This is this is Desmond the dashing, dashing's body that I am past living upon. This is the deceased's former appearance." That's I feel a I do not different. agree that in, a, that in a case like that, that would be the ruling you would want to make.
1: What about somebody who has had
2: known many names in many dimensions?
1: Someone with distinctive appearances throughout their entire life
2: yeah it's an interesting question I mean it I don't th- I think you get one image and I don't know if you get a different image every time or if you get the image I mean you're thinking it's the
1: I, I'm gonna it, get the image of like the, at their like, death yeah
2: as they're dying so you get this yeah okay
1: so you get an so image of a man lying in bed riddled with some sort of pox like disease small blisters and pustules all over his body uh, like a malted greenish white skin it's gross Uh, And for the last minute, you see him looking at Nancy Song and a a younger version of Heather as they stand or kneel next to his bed. Uh, He's reaching out to them, saying, don't be sad. I'll be better on the other side. Uh, The girl's crying. Nancy is shaking her head slowly. Uh, And saying some prayers over her. Kid bursts into tears and bolts out the door. Man reaches out, caresses Nancy's face once more. Uh, She closes his eyes for him and you can feel your arms being folded over your chest. And then you just kind of give up, die. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I step out of the grave, put the lid back on, smash it shut and fill it back in.
1: Okay. But
2: there's probably muffled banging, audible from outside
1: the... Um, when you get back up after having... Well, as you are banging it shut, you can hear, Sir, I know you're in there! Ma'am? Look, whoever you are, we just want to talk. I understand that you're robbing graves, but as you figured out by now, no one buried here is worth anything. This is against the law. This is the (laughs) sheriff speaking now.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I... Um, I finish burying the grave. Look,
1: we're gonna press charges, but they're not that severe, cause no one gives a shit about these people, but we can't condone grave robbing. I understand that you have some magical spells at your disposal But we have a powerful wizard out here, he says making a gesture I was towards the. This is the sheriff
2: talking, I thought this is the wizard talking. No, the sheriff talking. Yeah. <laughs> I Why I, don't I you come
1: it. out with your hands up and your spell books down and we'll talk about this we'll we'll talk like rational folk. All right, you're gonna, you're gonna come out now? We, we can hear you in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, so when I finish, um, when I finish, let me know when I finish burying the- You finish burying. Okay, I will reach into uh, Natasha's, like I'll dig, th- I've got her like spell component bag.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm going to produce a... Uh, what do I need? What do you need? There should be a wing feather, of some bird wing feathers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will use one and cast a fly spell.
1: Ooh, I thought you said fly was useless now.
2: I didn't say it was useless. Oh, no, it'll be useless when I can summon a movement speed... I don't know, 160 Pegasus. Mm. For now, it's still useful. Okay. And we finally get, like, the the shot, the Neo from the Matrix shot of me. And just, like, launching into space like Superman uh, out of the, leaving the, the recently disturbed but intact graves behind.
3: Okay.
2: And the tiny hat, and I blast off into space. I want to, ch- the wizard doesn't look like he's ready for anything, right? He's not, like, no. he doesn't have, like, a magic missile on his fingertips. Yeah, I just, this yeah. No this black clad figure it was launching straight into the sky Mm -hmm. um and then i will head towards the city i would like to land first in that square where the orphan kids were and i want to try and find heather so Uh, i like up and then like avoid these this mob that's at the graveyard and fly back
1: to what's your movement rate while flying please i think it's 18 18. And how long? Oh, half if
2: descending. So I only ascend ninety yards in that first round, and then maybe go, yeah, maybe twice if descending in a dive. So movement rate eighteen. I zip back to town. Okay. And probably have a similarly awkward <laughs> landing in the middle of that Wyvern Square.
1: Yes. Uh, duration. Eight turns plus D six turns. So that's more than enough time to get back to town.
3: Yeah, um, um, the,
1: the people, everyone in town stops what they're doing. Or in the square, stops what they're doing and stares at you as you land.
2: I ignore them and try and fight Heather. Um, I'll go to the kids if necessary, or
1: the you find children in alleyways watching you from afar. One of them goes, "Ah, oh, it's the magic man." Uh, but they keep their distance from you again.
2: I'll bet Heather's with the crowd, isn't she? I want to ask the kids, uh, have you seen Heather this morning?
1: Gold, gold, we want gold.
2: Uh, I pull out a gold coin and probably get mobbed by children. And I <laughs> say, whoever, whoever can show me to Heather gets a gold coin full size today.
1: Uh, four of them immediately start dragging you and running down towards the harbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Perfect. make it down to the docks and you find heather and maybe three other street urchins holding strings into the water
2: all okay. right uh i tell the kids that two is more than one and give each kid two silver pieces
1: oh just
2: split do you want
1: gold
2: well there were yeah there are too many helpers today all right
1: they start kicking each other and discussing the philosophical differences over the prisoner's dilemma situation.
2: <laughs> Heather, my child, I want to take a knee. Would you? And hey, th-
1: you're the man from yesterday. The I nod. With mom's necklace.
2: I nod. Life is hard here, isn't it? Would you like to? What, how, what would you say if I told you you were a princess in a land far across the sea?
1: She'd choose her lip.
2: You've always known it, haven't you? A princess? You felt like your blood, looked up at the stars and wondered why you felt so special, yet cursed to such a life as you have lived. I pull out some, like, dried fruit, and then, like, I guess I'm, yeah. She and yeah, both, both
1: the better. other children next to her start nodding.
2: <laughs> All right. Tell me, princess. Princesses. Princess! <laughs> Do you like adventure? No? <laughs> the high
1: seas? I don't go on boats anymore, not since daddy died and mommy sold the boat.
2: Would you like to ride upon not a boat, but a ship across the sea to return to your castle?
1: Mommy coming? Is daddy coming?
3: (sighs)
2: Mommy's gone. But she lives on here. And I like wave the little amulet in front of her again. And mm, it can be yours if you would like to, if you would return to your castle and.
1: Give me a charisma check.
2: And dot, dot, dot charisma check. Here we go. I don't actually, I mean, I'm not going to kidnap, I'm not going to color spray these child, these children, or this child and lock her in a box to get her back overseas. But if I can convince her to come along, I get 27 on my charisma check.
1: Yeah. She nods and goes, mm-hmm. Is there, is there food?
2: All the food you can eat. She nods. I give her just like a, the most enormous hunk of beef jerky that she she can't even handle it and we walk around the docks trying to find someone that can get us passage ASAP back to what's it called the last one we were in in Matava was Jaka Jaka
1: okay Um, travel back to that port someone is leaving hey someone's leaving this evening look at that die roll
2: okay um I'll book passage. What's the cost for me and my ward?
1: Uh 10 gold I, a day for each of you unless you have a private room. There are private
2: rooms available as well.
1: There's one private room. 10 gold a day.
2: What? 10 gold a day for four, for two 3 days, days to get to Jaka. Okay. 2 times so tw- 2 platinum. Yes. And, okay, cool. Leaves tonight. So I guess we'll. I'll take the kid to a tavern and let her stuff her face on real food. Um, do we ditch the other orphan kids, or do I have, like, a whole orphan army planning to smuggle themselves with me to Jaka? Um,
1: they all follow you to the tavern, but they're not allowed inside, so they stay out.
2: Um... If they if they leave themselves outside that's fine. If like the bartender says anything, I'll probably tell him it's fine and buy the kid's dinner.
1: No, no, they they leave okay. themselves outside. Right. They know their place in society. <laughs> they belong outside in the cold, in the dirt.
2: But not uh, little princess Heather.
1: Little princess Heather it's, would belong outside if you weren't there to keep her company.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I feed her and we'll see. What, <laughs> I hope Lord Song doesn't do what I'm half expecting him to do. <laughs> and make her disappear, but we'll see. So yeah, we lay low in this tavern throughout the day and then head to the docks to catch both that night.
1: Super easy, Uh, the sheriff, the wizard, and all the men-at-arms have completely lost track of you and are unable to find you. They literally rolled as bad as they could on their Finding Georg check.
2: (laughs) There's a Finding Georg proficiency?
1: There's a Finding Georg proficiency, and they all have it, but they all rolled a one. Um, all
2: right,
1: which s- semi anticlimactic. I was kind of hoping for a wizard showdown at the end, um, but you managed to slip aboard the ship and head for Jaka. Uh, it is a peaceful voyage all the way to Jaka, and you know we can just kind of fast forward ahead since there's not much going on at sea. Yeah, is unless there there there's something dra- you want to do in Jaka in particular.
2: Now, I will continue memorizing spells. If there's any drama with the kid, I'll deal with it. But hopefully I can just feed her and tell her wizard stories whenever she gets free. I'm sure it's kind of shitty, but her parents are dead. This this has got at least she's getting food and water.
1: Yeah, uh, you do learn shatter on the second day to Shirebrook. Uh, Actually, I think you guys have to wait in Jaka overnight a few nights.
3: That's
2: fine.
1: Uh, you end up spending three days in Jocka waiting for a ship to Shirebrook. Okay, so you how won't many? Won't get back until the fifteenth. All right, how much?
2: That can the inns are lumped in with my cost of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, four days back to Shirebrook is four platinum.
1: If you want to live nicely.
2: That was that was an expensive expedition. This girl is a princess, whether she knows it or not. Whether whether she, whether she gets tossed in a mass grave out in the tether wilds or taken in as some lordling i mean that he lived like a princess for at least a week
1: yeah and as expensive Um, as that may be lord song did just pay all of your monthly living costs as you embezzled from the kingdom (laughs) the barony
2: i died i had some uh some creative accounting
1: art carl white collar criminal
2: <laughs> there's not even a there's not even a ledger of what's in the like I I yes there is it when is. I start if there is one I I don't think I did start it though. no no that, there,
1: there's no ledger this is the worst run monetary establishment you've ever seen
2: well now there's some skeletal moles standing guard which are actually probably the most valuable thing in the room and may get looted <laughs> 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 um what do I want to learn next. Uh. Milks, need meteors. Are these stone graft, grasps any good? They're like single target disables.
1: Yeah. They so seem pretty shitty. It gets a like, save or is held, and then it has a five times level percent chance of being attacked again on subsequent rounds.
2: So, it just, it, but it's it's just a hand that sticks out of the ground and attacks people, yeah. grabs them with like strength 18 18
1: or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's slightly worse than a hold person. Pretty what is
2: what's the difference between stone grasp and earthen grasp? Hmm.
1: Whatever, I, uh, earthen grasp is lower level.
2: Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. What's what changes as the spell scales? Ooh, fool's gold. What is turns copper or brass into gold for?
1: Stone grasp has a longer round range, better duration, um, and I think stone grasp has better HP. It doesn't even mention earthen grasp's HP or AC.
2: Glitterdust is also ground mica. All these minerals. I think I'm certainly in glitter dust. Glittering golden particles.
1: Glitter dust is second level, right? You learned that on your way there as well.
2: Yes, Chad, quit freaking out. I realize that this girl is probably not a song and is maybe not even. It may, I mean, maybe not even. The timeline's not totally clear. She's ten years old. It's possible. It's my guess is that uh, what's what was her name, Nancy, was having a long-term affair with this Ronaldo guy. Mm. But I think I'm wondering if the la, if the line if one of the la, one of her one of the last words that the, the late Baron song said or heard was his wife saying the child is yours, which I thought was referring to Noken but I think it was referring to Melody. I think Melody, I think Melody might be a song. She might be, she might be Noken's sister. That's prob. that's the most probable guess. She could also be Ronaldo's. I don't know if there's a way to tell. But we'll see once I get her back what Baron even wants to do with her.
1: Um, you ride back in Shirebrook on the 15th. Yeah, is there anything in particular I, you want to do in Shirebrook or just head right back home?
2: I will conjure a phantom steed right there on the docks. The I child is terrified child, of it. I believe the child is light enough to ride atop the phantom steed. Ten
1: pounds per level. Um, the child is malnourished and only ten years old. That's something you managed to get out of her. She's ten. She doesn't yeah. look ten. Um, you also managed to get a rough story out of her that sure Yeah. Uh, melody showed up one day uh melody and her father f- well i guess it's from a, the perspective of a a child you know she just but kind so, of one so day just, melody was around and then melody was her mom and then so melody her father is not died.
2: melody is not her actual first melody was not her actual mother, Melody, mother Melody, was
1: not around at her the earliest memories that.
2: But it's Heather possible had. that this was a love child that got sent off overseas, or.
1: Yes, Melody was not always around, and Melody kind of showed up out of the blue one day.
2: Are there any, is there any spells that give like a paternity test?
1: I'm sure you could create one.
2: Yeah, I don't. But there's not one in the base system. Or I don't not think a pre- so. Yeah. We can check. I don't. I don't think there. There's none that I know of, but. Okay. Any other interesting revelations for Melody from Heather?
1: Um. Nope. Uh, but it seems well. It seems that when her father died, her mother tried to feed them, but was a terrible fisherwoman. Uh, so eventually sold the boat, and then eventually sold her medallion for food, and then just kind of starved to death on the streets. Uh, oh, you you also get that.
2: Evan in chat says who's your daddy the level 2 wizard spell
1: Uh, you also get that she starved to death and uh, she died like 3 weeks ago
2: oh that's it are you kidding me
1: Uh, which I think if Georg does the math if he had originally just booked it here um, without getting distracted by other things she would have been alive
2: that's really horrible dude that's a weird clock to put on your quest Oh man, yeah. I'll leave that detail out to the Lord. Song, I, I don't know. He he'd probably blame me, but I feel like this is all his fault.
1: Everyone blames someone else, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I conjure a phantom steed. Um, I tell her not to worry. He's very tame. Look, he's not. He doesn't even get gets. You can go pet him. He's not even. He won't even move. He's very gentle.
1: Yeah, she's still pretty freaked out by it, but yeah, with enough I coaxing, coax. <laughs> she managed to get her on the horse. and the can two Get her on my over. nightmare.
2: Shadow facts.
1: Okay, the first day to Thornwood is rather plain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no encounters to speak of, pleasant or unpleasant.
2: So I reach Thornwood?
1: You do reach Thornwood. Uh, Baron Song. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, if you ask around, he's already gone.
2: Okay. Uh, So we'll... Yeah. Get a room and rest up. And head out to Misty Rapids the next morning.
1: Uh, You did learn Glitter Dust, by the way.
3: Okay...
2: At this point, I'm just so greedy. I just want more power. I, like, I can't even cast enough spells in a day to make use of all this magic. I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. Can't stop. I can't stop until I learn every spell there is. Uh, what will I learn next? Fool's gold sounds like a really slimy spell.
1: It is super it, it, slimy.
2: It just like it, okay, you just make free gold and rip people, off, rip NPCs off.
1: Yep, M- super super slimy. Um, nothing happens on your way to Misty Rapids either. For
2: the record, I could have learned hypnotism. It's in the spell book, but it's an enchantment. Mm. So, Georg is. Banned from he banned from being charming. He is so innately charming that the that the universe deemed to to bar it from him.
1: Or he's so uncharming that the universe <laughs> said, "Don't even bother trying to learn these spells." <laughs> uh, uh, but you make your journey all the way back to Misty Rapids with surprisingly no encounters in either of your vo- ocean trips or either of your trips from Misty Rapids to Shirebrook.
2: Yeah, that was. A little unexpected.
1: Well, you know, I as a I'd... as a looking behind the curtain moment here for for a sec. Sometimes there's just no encounter rule. Sometimes there's an encounter roll, but it's clearly that thing's not going to attack you. Like a coyote isn't going to attack you during the daylight when you're well, going. Well, my phantom speed
2: explicitly says that normal animals shun it. So right, most and... animals that you roll, unless they're like. Cave bears that are like explicitly aggressive, or owl bears that are explicitly aggressive.
1: And I think a griffin run. is not necessarily Any? a normal animal, but I think it can tell the difference between a phantom steed and a real horse, and it have, wants yeah. nothing to do with your real uh, your phantom steed. And yeah. a group of like two foot tall mold men also want nothing to do with the wizard riding down the road. So all the encounters that you rolled for were like, well, that that's actually not going to happen, and leaves yeah. us for a rather quick session.
2: And we may even I may even be at the point where bandits just see me and be like, oh shit, that's Art Carl. I'm not even not even gonna mess with that.
1: Yeah. You your reputation ooh, my calendar's falling apart, is really starting to spread and the fear is setting in. Uh, you haven't been in this area for long, but you have made quite the impression. Anywho, uh, you show back up at Castle Song Keep Song Keep or something. On the sixteenth um, of July. I guess-
2: I would have been scrying, by the way. Would anything have come and dissect no news on the, no news and...
1: No news about anything.
2: And Randall didn't leave anything. Nope. All, all When I passed through, I would have stopped by for tea or whatever that evening or whatever.
1: You bring the dirty little kid in with you to Randall's?
2: I probably would have, yeah. Uh,
1: you also probably could have had her bathed and clothed and cleaned yeah. earlier when you were spending a few days in Jaka.
2: I don't think I would have done it, but I feel like as a wealthy wiz like I feel like some like the if there was a female like uh in if sweating the inn, I feel like it probably would have been suggested. Be like, uh, baths are only five silver, by the way, hint hint, as I'm like tossing down a gold coin and asking for change.
1: Yeah, and then the the slaves would have come in and cleaned the child. Yeah, I think that's something that happened. Yeah.
2: Um so I would stop by rambles, probably with child and toe. Yeah, with to tell him, you know, I'm I'm back and blah blah blah. I'm probably super vague about who the kid is, and I get out he, of there. He
1: picks up on it and doesn't ask too many questions, other than her name. Yeah, um, I introduce him
2: to Heather, and
1: okay.
2: uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think actually having the kid there is kind of a defensive mechanism because he's not going to be like, who is who are this who is this child's parents? Right. Why do you have this orphan baby with you in front of her?
1: Ramdell's not that sort of guy. No,
2: he's seen. Yeah, all
1: right. Okay, uh, but you do arrive back at Keep Song that yeah. afternoon. Yeah, uh, you see Kel Crystal standing on the wall, looking down mm-hmm. as you arrive with a, a child on your phantom steed.
2: Yeah, I think by now I probably trust the kid well enough that she's wearing the necklace. Okay. If you, I mean, if
1: you would agree that I
2: have that. We have, we've skipped a lot of the role. I don't really feel like role-playing with you pretending to be a 10-year-old girl, but I think I've developed That's, enough yeah, trust. Yeah, my thoughts, exactly. About, I don't think she's going to get running off that I would probably would have given her her mother's amulet by now. Yeah. Yeah, so I think she's wearing it around her neck. And, yeah.
1: um, Kel Crystal comes down to open the gate, and as you and the child walk in, she looks at the necklace on the child and then gives you a look like...
2: I give her a meaningful look back, like not now in front of the men, and then I realize they're just like, there's like one dude like smoking a cigarette across the yard who's supposed to be on duty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, And so we, yeah, I... I
1: in a, a rare move, she has one of the other guards take her post at the gate as she follows you and the child into the keep. Um,
2: hmm. Um, I think as we're really like approaching the keep, maybe here. I'm like, what do you think of the what do you think of the keep? Have you ever been in, Have you ever seen a castle before?
1: Is this my castle?
2: Uh, I look to Cal Crystal probably at this moment. Um, if you're lucky, you might get to live here.
1: I thought you said I was going to.
2: I like pat her on the head reassuringly as we step into the Great Hall.
1: (laughs) Uh, Kel Crystal grabs you roughly and whispers in your ear, who is this child?
2: I've got like a fuck final look on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is Lord Song waiting for us or do I? No, no,
1: no. You have to to find him. Um, I'll probably,
2: I'm probably. I mean, I've been bearing this in my. I'm like, this has been rattling around my head without an opportunity to talk about it for like a week now. Mm-hmm. So I will probably let Crystal in somewhat. Be like, I, like, whisper in be like, she, she thinks Nancy was her, her mother. So perhaps a long lost love child or no baby song sister.
1: No, I don't think Nancy would.
2: I look at her meaningfully.
1: That and she was am- a pure soul. She would never do that.
2: That is her amulet, isn't it? Is the kid, like, playing, is the kid, br- does the servant bring food or, like, uh, I toys? think you
1: guys are walking, looking for- um, I think we're hanging,
2: okay. I, figured, I thought we were hanging out in the great hall while we waited for him to, while the servant went to go grab him, or?
1: No, no, no. The servant grabs you and takes you to Baron's song.
2: Okay. He- yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'll explain all this to Baron's song.
1: Um, eventually, you guys come into it's, the war room with Haynes. Uh, they seem to have be moving army pieces around the map. Um, <clears throat> song is not. Clear my
2: throat, throat as I step into the room, Lord, mm. Lord Song, and I like gesture down to the girl who's she like hiding behind my my.
1: She's standing at your side, holding the necklace in her hands, looking at it.
2: This is Heather. Heather, this is Baron Song.
1: She waves without looking. Um, mm-hmm. He steps closer and I, looms over the child, seeing the necklace and snatches it out of her hands and rips it off her neck. Uh, she gives a, a startled I, I cry. Comfort, yeah, I comfort
2: I comfort him. Like, oh my goodness! I, I like kneel down. And, like, are you are you all right? And I give like a scornful look up at. She up looks
1: up, but. You know, understands her place in society well enough not to say anything. Yeah. Um, Baron Song turns over the amulet and looks back to you and goes,
2: "I'm like, I think I'm kneeling next to the kid, making sure you didn't like yank her head off." But.
1: Yeah. He looks to you, looks to the necklace.
2: Do you have a? Um, can Can you call a servant or something? And I like nod to the child. I don't
1: give two shits about this child. Tell me what I want to know.
2: I stand up and like look him in the eyes and lower my voice a little bit in the presence of the kid and say, "Calm down, my lord."
1: Where is my mother?
2: I'm sorry to. Re- I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but your mother passed away.
1: Why she- do you have this necklace, and who is this child? He says without lowering his voice,
2: I have like I don't know stepped in front of the kid or like put my hand on her or I, I don't know what I don't know how to comfort a child. But <laughs> she she thinks that uh, Melody was her mother.
1: Melody is that her name in hiding?
2: I I nod. She's her body is buried in uh, in a temple or in a temple graveyard east of Parnassus.
1: How did she die? Not well. Was the man responsible apprehended?
2: I don't know who to I don't know who you would blame in this case, but
1: not mince words with the wizard
2: a man named ronaldo was buried beside her melody's father
1: killed my m-
2: she, she starved in the streets
1: his face breaks uh, and he walks out of the room holding his hands holding his face in his hands
2: holding the amulet still yeah He asked for it. I was trying to be gentle.
3: (laughs)
1: Okay. Uh, Haynes comes over, picks up the little kid, and like tosses (laughs) her in the air and goes, hey, little one! What's your name? You know, I'm gonna have a little girl just like you, except she's gonna be bigger and stronger, but she might not be as pretty as you. Look at you. You're the cutest little girl I've ever seen.
2: And she won't be smarter. I'll tell you that, Heather. (laughs)
1: one of these days (laughs) Carl, one of these days Uh, Heather, do you like lemon cakes? let me go get you some why don't you come with me to the kitchen have you ever seen the kitchen in this keep? it's terrible, but I've been trying to convince Baron Song to expand the pantry
2: I asked for a servant what I really should have asked for was a Haynes Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Haynes takes the kid downstairs leaving you and Kel Crystal in the room
3: she Keep looks
1: back looking. she she looks to you and she looks maybe even more broken than Baron Song. Her her whole face is just like
2: yeah. I think I can. I, depression. I think yeah. I come can I if I put a hand on her shoulder and like try and comfort her does that freak her out even more or is that a-
1: no? She seems kind of in yeah. shock.
2: Yeah, I think I'll probably... Maybe she doesn't need to hear this, but I will probably confide in her how recently it was. I don't think I'll tell that to her song, but... I'll be like, if... It was only if, you know... She only passed... She passed less than a month ago. If I had only been faster.
1: It's like she doesn't even register what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And then she just kind of starts talking to herself about... I I, um, I would know. I, I-, I thought...
2: I want to be patient with her, but at some point I would do like a few minutes later or whatever. I want to ask her if she knew who this Rinaldo was.
1: No, I I never heard of another man. I she Had she, she confided trips? in me. We were we were close.
2: Did she make trips to Parnassus? At the, over the we were, never
1: not would once. You? She she never she she was only ever with. Nokin's father uh the the late Lord Song
2: did they ever
3: travel
1: not outside of the outside of the kingdom
2: could they have like were there any several week long trips to Thornwood or anything like that
1: yes there were so Uh, it's possible she was so close I, I I knew her heart better than anyone I
2: I'm, I'm sure it's true.
1: No, if but... she were. No, no, no. If she were to have strayed from, from him, it. she would have not gone there. Um. She seems almost in like a, a state of denial. At this
2: mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I'm sure she really did know Nancy Song better than anyone, but right now she's. Yeah. In no condition to. She's not reasonable. Um, I think I will leave Cal Crystal and Baron Song to grieve in their own ways. Yeah. And get back to whatever business as usual is around Misty Rapids.
1: It's a good question. I think this is probably the first calm spot where you've really had some freedom since you arrived here
2: yeah i thought that adventure would be the freedom but
1: it was a long adventure i think you were gone for almost a month you were gone for like three weeks
2: yeah yeah Um, did nothing crazy happen um in those times
1: well uh i think whatever crazy things might have happened you haven't heard about it because everyone is too upset over the this news to...
2: Yeah, but next time away. when I sing with death, we may be hearing rumors of assassination attempts against high priests and queens and...
1: You might hear all sorts of things and that... War, war in the east and... You might be pleased by the And
2: hardcore heroes doing relatively minor and safe adventures in the... <laughs> what? in the swamp. I can't remember what they did last time. I'm, I'm all cut up. But
1: Last time on Hardcore Heroes. Well, you'll have to wait to find out. Tomorrow in 12 hours is actually when Hardcore Heroes starts, if you're watching this live. Uh, 12 hours? 10? No, uh, 14 hours from this moment. Noon tomorrow. Noon, Noon tomorrow, Pacific. Pacific time.
2: Wow. You uh-huh. have destroyed your poor European viewers' sleep schedules.
1: Yes, we have. Do not pass <laughs> the buck on this one.
2: Hey, some of us have... I don't know. Lives outside of the interwebs.
1: Uh absolutely. And I try not to blame you for these things, but if you're gonna try and you know, blame uh, me, I'm gonna make sure it gets spread around.
2: <laughs> Hashtag blame neil.
1: Alright, no one can argue with that one.
2: Mm-hmm. Um My so experience you... points. I did a horrible job of keeping track of my spell levels. I only have four notched.
3: And, four I, plus and I even
2: I even fucked up and I the place that I record my spell levels is the tr- was the treasure sheet. Today I just happened to start jogging on notes in the treasure sheet, but I clicked on it and it selected everything and deleted it.
1: Did you lose yeah. your whole treasure sheet?
2: No, it was only it was six pearls and the and the rings and however much was in my wizard lock chest. So I rounded down to three hundred. It was really three hundred and sixty something plus a bunch of copper and silver, but I buy whatever. All right.
1: Accounting mistakes happen. So, yeah, um, so, I think
2: I spent more than four spell levels though. To yeah, because
1: there was Lamon's Tiny Hut.
2: Yeah, okay, that's definitely so. That's another three, so that's Live. seven,
1: yeah, another three, ten, then a large, uh, shrink and enlarge.
2: Yeah, and 12, display self. A color spray, color right? spray
1: itself. So, three past lives.
2: Yes, yeah, so 12, 14, 15. Uh, Plus 6 is 21. 21 seems to be a lucky number, so let's uh, go.
1: But then you also learned a few new spells. Yep. You learned Continual Light, Stinking Cloud, haste, Shatter, Glitter Dust.
2: Yep, that sounds right.
1: Um, so what is it, 100 GP? Oh, there's to Locate Object.
2: Locate oh, yeah, and
1: a Locate Object. Uh, Three Locate 15. Objects, actually.
2: You're right. So, 23... 27. So, it's 27... Okay, 27 times 50. 1350 in terms of spells cast. I didn't catch the... To- Did you count the total spell levels learned?
1: No, but I'll redo it. Um, continual Light is 2... um plus stinking cloud is two that's four plus taste is three is seven plus shatter is two uh nine glitter dust is two makes it 11 so that's another uh 1100 experience
2: are you adding these up or would you like me to yeah add i'm adding
1: them up okay um 1100 plus what well, how much did you get for the spell levels lost it uh, thir-
2: 1350
1: quest experience plus you you discovered matava discovered matava and dracus um and you get 10 percent yep and Uh, did you remember the bears oh yeah let's add some for the bears and yeah
2: there's there's a new wizard
1: yeah, so that is all total five thousand one hundred and forty-five experience, including ten percent. Including ten percent, five one four five.
2: Still a couple sessions left before Gayard turns into account to an, uh, to an accountant. Into a pumpkin. But into a pumpkin. I have one hundred and eighteen thousand 000...
1: pumpkin seeds. <laughs> oh,
2: one hundred and eighteen thousand and sixty-two point five. I need approximately twenty-two thousand or so to get to level nine.
1: Okay. So that is it for today's Dicing with Death. Um we will be back next week, but then we will probably be off for the following two weeks after that. Um
2: Apparently, um,
1: yeah. Because I'll be at Burning Man, and then I'll have just arrived back, and I'll have too much stuff to do to play Dyson with Death the first yeah. week of September. Keep
2: keep an eye on the twitters or on the stream if you, for next week's schedule. I mean, Neil keeps—I don't know why Neil keeps trying to keep me on a consistent schedule, but it's never going to happen.
1: One You're day, just, man. One day.
2: Yeah, maybe one day, but it could be years. My life is chaos, and and I know you like it that way, Chat. So keep your eye keep your eyes on the twitters keep spamming those cd space dwds in chat mm-hmm. um, anything else thanks for watching uh
1: dicing Heart- with death this was dicing with death 96
2: stop we we joked about this off stream you're not going to i was joking about how we're going to pull a pull a day 9 and hype up episode 100 and then not get around to it for another year
1: is that really what happened with him
2: yeah you don't remember that?
1: Uh, I only saw the episode. Well, after it was, I mean, it well after it was possible, done, but he
2: was like, What well, episode one hundred is going to be oh, maybe one hundred was I don't know.
1: I think one hundred was pretty. That's like a, that's
2: a really good one. I mean, he wound up doing like a retrospective on his life of StarCraft, but I feel like I think it took him a much longer... like he got to episode one hundred and then did like a retroactive episode 100 mm. later. Well, anyways, we'll see. Episode one hundred incoming. All right. I think I think we might already be the longest running D D show on Twitch.
3: Mm. Like I,
2: I don't I I did, doing the maths on like how many original role plays and stuff there were is too hard for me or how many like Swan Song episodes they've aired, but
1: that's a good point. I think I, don't, I, don't I think, I think
2: dicing that. with death is we we're already we're already doing the we've already been doing this shit for too long. Twenty years too long.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> why why are they still letting us old men play DD? I don't know.
1: We'll bring in the new generation who will do better than us. So that's it for Dicing with Death, guys. We'll see you sometime next week. We don't even know when, but stay tuned for all the things. Bye-bye, guys. Good night.
3: Bye-bye.